Come out running that option. Words by Jawan G. Wilson. That does our pre-show song or what we, intro song. I think we're trying to work on him getting us another intro song. But again, thank you guys for tuning in. Episode 6 of Shock Jocks. We've got a guest in here with us, Zach. It is Kevin's cousin. He's going to be joining us today. we got Andre in here. As well, Jawan, we don't know where Jawan's at. He may or may not be rolling in here mid-show. Uh, Kevin will be in here in just a second. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, this is a big day, big Monday. Uh, it's not professional Monday night football, but we do have Monday night football tonight. It is going to be the national championship game between both Tigers. I don't know if, if one's a snow tiger, one's a Bengal tiger. <laughs> They're just Tigers. Uh, LSU and Clemson matches up tonight. And we're also going to go over the four divisional games that went uh, about Saturday and Sunday this past weekend. Uh, <coughs> upsets. Uh, some people are upset about how their picks went. Uh, maybe some people who chose a certain team to win the Super Bowl are feeling even more upset today. So we've got a lot to talk about. And if we've got time, uh, we'll dive into what's happening in the world of basketball. Uh, Kevin? Uh, this is, we got a good show for us, uh, for our listeners today. Yes, we do. Uh, I've got some complaining. Oh, here we go. I got, yes, we do. i got some complaining to do. Complain. Com- complain about, you said the, my, my Saints got knocked out of the playoffs for the third year in a row. No, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't talking about the Saints. <sighs> they've, been, they've, been, they've been screwed every year. Every year. Every year. Every year. But you know what? I don't feel bad for them because they got Anthony Davis whenever the, Hornet, <laughs> yeah. the Hornets left. So they can just keep that one. But then they decided to get rid of him. So that's on them. Uh, Zach Mayu's in the house today, along with Andre Bush. Like uh, Hunter said, Jawan is missing in action, but that's all right. We've got the uh, folks in here to get it done today. We had we all watched some football mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, college football is tonight, and then after, uh, and then in just a little bit, we're gonna have a little fun with Zach. I got something prepared for him. <laughs> Don't know if he's uh, exactly ready for it, but I think he be. will be. Uh, we're gonna start off. In the NFL, and we'll talk about our teams uh, in this weekend's games. Uh, first of all, uh, Saturday Sports Talk, guys, this weekend. Uh, JP came in last at 1-3. and three. Not a surprise, but last year he, he was in second, I think. I know he beat Terry last year. I've got the standings in the next room. I'll pull them out for Saturday to go over that. This this weekend, Hunter went 2-2. Two and two. Terry went 2-2. Two and two. Tom went 3-1, and one, and I went 4-0. and oh. And we'll talk about that more about that Saturday when I get to Cause I'm gonna have my, I'm gonna have a cutout. I'm gonna cut it out where they were poo-pooing me, Hunter. Right. And, and my, and my, because t- Tom was very disrespectful with it. Very, so very. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to definitely cut that one. He, he also, made, he also picked Tar Heels to beat uh, App by two, three, at least three touchdowns this year. And uh, so the Saturday after that, we had to listen to the um, Appalachian fight song all morning. Zach, pull that mic here to your face there, sir. All right. Very there good. You go. All right, uh, Zach, uh, what we do when we have a new guest on for the first time, first of all, the first thing we do is go over their favorite teams. All right. So everybody kind of will know exactly what you who you pull for. Uh, 
everyone at this table, including Zach now, I guess is a Tar Heel basketball yeah. fan. Uh, most of us kind of pull for, in some capacity, the Charlotte Hornets. Right. Zach and I both have the Hornets gear on today. Uh, mine was more out of, I'm going to get rained on, and my wife took the umbrella. I need a hoodie and a hat, so I matched up this, and uh, I didn't have an umbrella, so that's why I ended up in Hornets gear uh, today. They play tonight. Where was they at tonight, Hunter? Um, the Hornets? Denver. Denver, Denver. Oh, that's so where they're going to lose. <laughs> well, they so beat the Nuggets. I mean, the Mavericks. They did beat the Mavericks. They beat the Mavericks. They did beat the Mavericks. Ah. I don't know. I think the Nuggets are a little bit better than the Mavericks are. Just by a little bit, though. Yeah. Uh, Zach's also all right. Zach, I'll let you introduce your other the other teams you pull for: college and, and NFL, NBA, baseball, well, all that stuff. A little yeah, bit. I do pull for the Panthers. Uh, I do like to count on the Panthers. Uh, ready for uh, the regime change? Hopefully, uh, with all the money we paid that guy, something pans out. Uh, Atlanta Braves. I'm a Braves fan. This is local. Uh, and definitely a Tar Heels fan, and I like the Hornets. Uh, even though we don't have anything with the Hornets going on right now, uh, I still like the old 90s uh, Muggsy with uh, Alonzo and Larry. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we was watching racing, uh, I'm the interesting one that likes uh, Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch, not Kyle. Uh, Kurt. Kurt Busch. Uh, <laughs> now, Kyle does come in our store. Kyle's, Kyle's a pretty nice guy. Uh, and he does come into the store at Harris Teeter every now and then. You work up there in Denver, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up at Harris Teeter in Denver. So we want to see Kyle Bush fan. want we'll to see him shopping for M&M's. Uh, go up there and check Zach out in the gang. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Hornets this past week. Zach, you're here specifically to talk about football this weekend, but we'll touch on the Hornets a little bit. Um, over the years, um, been slightly disappointing uh, in the past you know, few years. Them and the Clippers, I think, are the only two teams that's never been to a conference title game, yeah, or, or conference finals, not title game, conference right. finals. Mm-hmm. Um, Hornets haven't won a playoff series since before Kimball Walker was here. Since they did they win one as a Bobcat? Did they ever wondering. win one? I don't think they. I don't know if they ever won one well, series. They've only won two series, right? Uh, I think. Um, I, I don't think they got any with the Bobcats. They, the didn't, they didn't win they one with Wallace. <laughs> they didn't win one with old Gerald Wallace. I know the Hornets won the series against Boston, and I think it was 92. They won two series one the, the year against Boston uh, when Reggie Lewis passed out. Yeah. Um, and then they also won a few years later with Glenn, when Glenn Rice was there. Uh, he actually he did win a series. So Glenn Rice won, the, won a series and was the All-Star Game MVP. Um so you start there with him. So just give you an idea on, on where they're going. And, and Zach, uh, only three times in NBA history as a point guard led a team in scoring, and they and that team won the NBA championship. Steph Curry did it once. Isaiah Thomas did it once. And Magic led his team once in scoring and all those titles. Um, the Hornets for the past eight years have been running Kimball Walker out, Walker out there leading the team in scoring. They get rid of him, and now we got two point guards leading the team in scoring. <laughs> Uh, for years, I've been saying they need, need, need wing scoring. I take Glenn NBA. Today. You need wing scoring in the NBA, or you're not going to get it done. You can name the best players in the NBA, and it's all it, none of them are centers, none of them are point guards. You take the three or four best players: it's Kawhi, LeBron, Durant, Giannis. They're all, and, and even if you want to put Luca there, is he fifth now? Is he is he up there yet? That's what as a top player in the NBA. I will sign. Some can make the argument. Some could make the argument he might be top five in the league mm-hmm. right now. 
this I, year. What yeah, just what he's put right on? Now. Definitely right now. How, how tall yeah. is he? Six six. Six six. Yeah. Six. Mm-hmm. He so, looks smaller, but yeah. So there's the uh, franchise leaders: points, Kemba, rebounds, Emeka wow. Okafor. That's surprising. Most assists, of course, Muggsy, and the most minutes, of course, Kemba. Um, it, people that will say Kemba's the best player, I was like, does that mean Del Curry second? Because <laughs> Glenn, Glenn Rice, to me, is always the best player they've ever had. Uh, you win an MVP All-Star game and Michael Jordan's on the court. You've, you've done something, uh, I would say that. Uh, had two rookies of the years, four rookie first teams. Larry Johnson and Mecca Ogafor were the rookies of the year. All-NBA second teams, Larry Johnson, Glenn Rice. First teams, Kendall Gill, Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning, and Mecca Ogafor. Kimba Neverman, of course, made didn't make rookie first team. All NBA third team. He did make all NBA third team. No first team all all NBA players. Probably, probably the last uh, thing anything uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist uh, made. Did he make a t- third? He's second team rookie. All defense. Okay, yeah. on the rookie team made the second team. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. How did that? Happen? And I, I do. There's only, there's only so many people you can draft. Well, everybody's uh, got to be second. Everybody's no. got to be second. Well, he made second team. I was about to say. Look at his rookie. Look at his rookie class, though. All right. Look, yeah. look at his rookie class. He definitely was a bust. But look at this. Baron Davis definitely made the All Star 2002. Eight years later, Gerald Wallace <laughs> makes the All Star team. Mm. Seven years later, Kimball Walker makes the All Star team. So in a span of 17 years, we had three total All Stars there in Charlotte. Just you know, um, they keep doing the same things over and over, Zach. Um, I, again, I, I just think they need wing scoring. It seems like every draft, everything we're looking at ball handlers and, and big men yep. who might be able to shoot. I mean, we got look. Last year we had nine um, dra- uh, lottery picks on the team and didn't make the playoffs, and the and the Raptors won it with none on their team. So, whose fault is it? What's going on? Charlotte Hornets perspective. You just got to hit your draft picks first, yeah, right? That's our biggest problem. We can't. We're not drafting well. You look back last fifteen years, mm-hmm. our draft's been horrible. Been bad. Uh, they've passed on numerous, numerous starters. The start lineup right now, I think what we looked at the other day could mm-hmm. be like uh, Kimba, Giannis, Rudy Gay would be in Br- there. Bradley Beal would be the two guard, right? And then there was one more. Jokic would be the center. That could, if they just drafted right, Zach, mm-hmm. that could be their starting lineup. I mean, Kimba, yeah. Jokic, Giannis. Uh, Jokic, uh, I said. I mean, Jokic. You could look back at the drafts and, uh, and see what we missed. I we did. We did the other day, and I don't have the sheet in front of me. Even the draft that we picked Vonley up in, we picked. We, we went way high on Vonley, and and look at all the people you know that we could have hit on with Vonley draft. Yeah, the Hornets front office definitely has not been pristine in their ability to judge talent, and at least see what the team needs. They never truly fill what the team needs. It's always either a guard. Or a big man, oh, or and, even in on that, you know, you take you looking at Nicholas Batum. He's probably our highest paid player. He is probably he's he's making twenty five million a year or something like that. Yeah. and uh, we overpaid for him, and he is uh, a BC player. Well, the whole team, and I've said for years, I always thought they had Zach. You know, the best BC team roster in the NBA. Right. Like we got, if you took our roster and put like say LeBron or Durant on the team. They'd be pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. Right, because the the supporting cast is really it is really averagely good. Like there's a whole team of seventy fives. Yeah, they're like, like that, they're on the rating level. They're like that old uh, that old knife that you call you Swiss Army knife. Yeah, they're like a Swiss Army knife team with no good player. 
<laughs> Here's the people they passed on for Vonley, Zach. Zach Levine, Rodney Hood, TJ Warren, Nurkic. I can't read my writing there. Bogdanovich. <laughs> not not the big one. There wasn't a the shooting guard. Gary what? Harris, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dr- and Jokic. Is that Drummond? Andre Drummond Andre right there, Drummond. maybe? Is that true? That's that- Dinwiddle. Okay. That's Bogdanovich. Drummond was a different year. He might have been the MKG year. MKG year they passed on for the number two pick in the draft. Yeah. That was Drummond. And they picked MKG. Now, remember, he's still on the team. Mm-hmm. We still have yet to get rid of him. He's still on the team. Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, Harrison Barnes. He's just a dude that does not play. Andre Drummond, Austin Rivers, Miles Leonard, Jeremy Lamb, Thomas Robinson, Kendall Marshall, John Henson, Tyler Zeller, Draymond Green, and Chris Middleton. All of those after MKG. Right. Zeller. What what, what number does Zeller go in? Do we know? Huh? It would have been a steal with Draymond. In the second man. round, it would be. It's oh, what yeah. <laughs> for anybody. I mean, they they dang sure wasn't picking him second overall, but <laughs> they could have picked have. him. They could have picked him second in the second round. They for that in the, in the draft a couple years ago when they picked the guy from Michigan State. Are you talking about Miles? Miles Bridges. Bridges. I like Miles Bridges though. I, I like Miles Bridges. The only problem is he doesn't quite have the three shot yet for the position he plays. He they might run. Be a little they run undersized. him at. Yeah, I think he's undersized to play the four. Now, he'd be perfect size for the three, but the only problem is that he doesn't have that shot. Uh, but other than that, defense, fantastic. He's great on defense. He can block shots. Uh, he can run the floor excellently. He's very athletic. He can drive the lane and get to the rack with ease. Just in today's game, you got to have a jump shot. Yeah. you got to have a jump shot. So and if he was, able to, to, if he was able to develop a jump shot, I think he could be a good cornerstone for this, for this team right now. Right. And we don't even want to go back to the – was it Adam Morrison draft? No, oh my. For the Bobcats, well, it- what you need is someone who can get twenty a night. That you know every single night, we're get he's getting twenty. Well, then the rest of us can do something. Right, right now, now, right now, the only one that would I'd say could go out there and just get you twenty a night is one of the guards. Right. It would be interchangeable which one's going to get you twenty, but between those two, one of them's going to get you twenty. The other one might get you fifteen as well. The problem is the only one between the two. Uh, between Rozier and Devontae Graham, who's actually dishing out assists, is Graham. You know, he's averaging almost eight assists a game. But even then, to me, what the problem is, is I, I don't, I've been saying it every time we bring up the Hornets, you know, what's the problem? I think they just don't have the right coach. I don't think Borrego's the answer for Charlotte. I've seen so many times that they're just situationally in the wrong place. They don't have anybody on the floor to match up with somebody. Like, I was looking at the game when they played Toronto here in Charlotte the other night. And the problem I had with it was, so they start Bismack Biombo. I think we can all sit here and agree Biombo's extremely undersized to be playing center. He's six foot eight. He might have a 7'2 wingspan, right. but at the end of the day, you're still six foot eight. I thought they got rid of him. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and guess who His went off? More or less concerned. And guess who went off? For the for Toronto, Toronto Raptors with Sergi Baca with 23 points. And that's the only thing that they say that Biombo's really good at. His defense and rebounding. Right. And guess what? Cody Zeller off the bench out-rebounded him. And, he's and probably, he outscored him. He's probably eating up $16 million on the salary cap. <laughs> so, so Baron I, Davis got to two. He won two playoff series. Won the first round twice. Lost in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Uh, actually made it three years, but only... Uh, only won one series. The other series was uh, the 98 Hornets sack. Coach Glenn, Paul Silas. That was Glenn Rice. Now, that would have been with Anthony Mason, too, 
Probably. Those are the four seasons that they've made made it four times. I did like Mason a good bit. So they made it four times. That's what Coach, two of those. Three two, of those. Two Baron Davis, yeah. one yeah. Glenn Rice, and one Larry Johnson. That's when they beat the. Yeah. Uh, two of those. I will tell you something. Paul you Silas. got those highlighted. Is that 2001, 2000? 2002 that, is the last time they won a first-round playoff series. The, uh, the, the coach, Paul Silas, he, he actually shops in the store, too, and he's a that's super, yeah. super nice guy. I run into him every now and then yeah. when we're doing uh, when we're covering the Hornets games. Uh, uh, I'm not name-dropping the guy that I know, but he's good friends. With Paul Silas, very they live in the same. I, uh, I still think facility. he uh, has some affiliation with the team. Oh uh, yeah, I see so, him there a lot. Yeah, I'm see, he might be like an outside advisor. He's a big you know? guy too. He is very big. So, uh, oh, very and you talk tall. about you know you talk about coaches. You mentioned coaches. Uh, maybe you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've never had a really a named coach other than Larry Brown, I think. And he was what very short tenured. One year, <laughs> one and a half, three. Was it three? Yeah. Uh, never really. Those three. His his leaders were Gerald Wallace, and Stephen Jackson, and that's what Larry was dealing with. Larry right. was seventy four, I think, when they he hired was old. him. Yeah. Um, it, you know, you, you talk about the coaches hunter, and then you get into say the NFL, and then we talk about all these coaches being available. Yeah. And then the very next thing you know, you're hiring people you've never heard of. So, right. So what? I don't see why more of the college coaches haven't been picked up to go coach in the NBA. Like, I understand where the Hornets went with Borrego, what their mindset was. He's from San Antonio. He worked under Popovich. Maybe he can bring the San Antonio method to Charlotte and have success, but that's not always going to happen because... That's what they were trying to do. Remember, they brought Tony Parker with him the first year. Yeah, they brought Tony Parker. So they're trying to install the offense. And you can't do that because you don't necessarily have the same players that Popovich has the eye for. And he's not Popovich. Even That's the same thing we can say about all these coaches that were underneath, you know, Belichick and Andy Reid and under Nick Saban. It's like, yeah, but just because they work under him does not mean they're going to turn into him. Right. So I don't I don't think the coaching position is really well for the Hornets, but it, it's kind of like the same thing for the NFL that I would say about the NBA is why why are you not dipping into the college game more? You know, there's coaches out there that have great success. The Gonzaga coach is having unheard of success for a technically mid-major team. They have all sorts of success. Have you know made a couple national championships? I don't see why any team in the NBA has tried to pick him up. Uh, they picked up Coach Beeline uh, from Michigan. I know uh, Juwan Howard is there now, but you know Coach Beeline is ahead of the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're not having a lot of success, but at least he's getting his moment to shine. Because the thing to me is, you brought Brad Stevens out, and Boston has looked like they're picking back up to possibly being a a, a chance to be a multiple title team, just with how Brad Stevens has taken over. So I don't know. I mean, the, the John Calipari. Uh, I know not many people might be a fan of his, but I don't see why no one's tried to bring him back to the professional game. They keep just grabbing these assistants after these assistants uh, in these systems, and the systems don't don't always work when you go somewhere else other than where the system was implemented. Right, and I see. Uh, you know, even talking about you know college coaches coming in, and, yeah. and they was even talking about you know getting onto the football side of it. They was talking about with uh, Sean Payton. He said, "Look," he said, he was talking about. Uh, the football players are getting these running quarterbacks. He said, listen, this is the style that they're being used to, and this is what we're getting from that. From uh, college. Yes, and he said, we have to adapt to what we're getting. He said, because you just can't throw somebody in there that's used to doing this style and try to completely change them. He said, it just doesn't work. He said, so we're having to adapt because of their adapt. Uh, so the same thing will be working in the college game. And you look at 
Uh, you was talking about uh, Coach Calipari. You could even go back to Patino when they right. tried to bring him in. I think he came in Boston in 96. Yeah. Uh, and he was not successful at all. And I don't think Calipari was, to the most part, with the Nets. But you got to look at something else, too, was is how long ago was that, 25 years? Uh, right. And how much more experience he's got now. So uh, he might hold a little bit more clout with some of the older guys because he is older. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When he gets in, so they could bring him, you know, back when in and Coach see what Cal- would When Calipari was head coach of the Nets, he was young. Right. Man, he was really young. I yep. think he was fresh out of the University of Massachusetts, Mass, yep. UMass being their head coach. Uh, he was young. He was taking on a, an NBA team full of guys that might have been older than him, uh, the veterans, or about the same age as him. I know how that can be. You know, they, they always say it's hard to command a room. I think that's a testament really to how Brad Stevens has been able to do it for as young as he is coaching all of those veterans and and the younger players so i don't know i think there's something that charlotte will have to do i don't know how much longer borrego has on his contract andre you got any idea on how how long borrego is probably still going to be around yeah. you think maybe they move off of him after a year I, i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not a hornets fan go ahead <laughs> <laughs> who you like andre you a lakers fan no nah, i got told kevin the other week when uh iverson retired i retired okay <laughs> I, I know we, I, we've I, been I'm, friends I'm more, for... I'm more or less a fan of a game i like i go watch right. you know i like to watch the game it's basketball right. i enjoy watching basketball i ain't really the one gonna go out and fan gear it up yeah. but i got a couple hornets hats i know uh, uh we've been friends for a, a long time and <laughs> I, I don't think i've ever seen you like <laughs> localized on one basketball team i think i can honestly yeah. say that that's why i was asking who well, do you, this, well, you, you see who down there on the hall on uh, my wall though it's Iverson. Iverson i did see that I, now it's, it's <laughs> a little <laughs> figure yeah. uh it's not in the start line it's probably mcfarland yeah, too. yeah i had to put him up there but, yeah. I, but andre that actually makes this question a little bit easier though for me to ask you since you're not a you know diehard Hornets fan, and you're just a fan of the game. Yeah. Then what are you seeing from the Hornets, and why they just don't have success? <laughs> I just, they make terrible decisions. <laughs> that's all, that's all. It, Front it, office it, wise, it's, yeah, it's so constant. It's like every year, like what are you doing? From the players you get rid of to the players you bring in, right? That's just that's why I just can't. I just can't. I can't deal with it. Right. <laughs> I see even like Kevin, he, he can jump on this one. As, uh, and me and him had the same feelings about the Dwight Howard letting him go for mm-hmm. Mozgov or whatever. And you're sitting here just like shaking your head like, what <laughs> What benefit did that help us at yeah. all? You yeah. know? It, it, it's not like they traded him for – see, the thing you need in the NBA mm-hmm. is, thing, is value to trade and you need cap space. If you're not getting cap space on, on your moves, you're not – if you get rid of a good player, you should either get a draft pick back or cap space. Right. And they got rid of a double-double machine who set the franchise record in, in field goal percentage for Mozgov. Mm-hmm. And he did. He had four years left on his contract. So right. it was basically, like I said, we did it to make Kimba feel good. And then we got rid of Kimba the very next year. And, and the two, you know, you're looking at Dwight Howard, he can put – butts and seats, you know, <laughs> just by his, uh, uh, who he is. Yeah, he, he he three people to win. They had their second one, and then they never added the third one. And back. that third one was what you talked about, a wing player. Yeah, you need a wing player. You yeah, Kimba, I mean. they never have any Dwight, star power. and a wing player. <laughs> yeah, like, who are you going to go? Like, you want to give away tickets? Like, <laughs> you want to go see the Hornets? <laughs> Everyone says, who are they playing? Exactly. Exactly right. That's I know. Like me. This sounds bad, but when I go to cover the Hornets games, I don't go into the Hornets locker room. It's going to sound bad, but I go in because, one, we don't get to see these guys, but every so often, especially if they're from the West Coast that travel 
to play against the Hornets. So I like to go and talk to the other team a little bit. But two, it's like I know what I'm getting when I go into the Hornets right. locker room. What are we There's supposed no, to talk about? What are we supposed <laughs> to talk about? Why did you guys blow a 20-point lead or a, or a 10-point lead? Because they lose this in the same fashion every time. They might get close enough to bridge a gap. They might have a 2-10 to 10 point lead somewhere varying. They'll go to overtime and lose. It's the same thing every time I see it. One thing I will bring up, I know we got to get the football probably, but I will bring up, you was talking about uh, leading point guard scores for their team. You mentioned right. that. And it did surprise me, as good as Magic was, that he actually led the team in scoring because he was never like right. over a 20-point score was as talented as the that only, team was. The only year he led the team in school. But you got to remember who was on his team, too. Kareem. What year was it? So that was James a young year. Yeah. The, 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 when Jabbar was about to retire was the year Magic actually led the team in scoring that year. Was it the Which end of his like 86, career? 87? 88, 89, okay, something like yeah. that. So, well, the, the Pistons were 89, so it might have been 87, 88. So yeah. one of those years. That was the year that Magic actually led the team in scoring calls Kareem. Uh, was a little older than. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if people don't understand. You just threw it to Kareem, sky hook, yeah. go down the next, court, go down the end of the court. Right. It's and I think he was like thirty-seven <laughs> when he retired, or thirty-eight. So he might have been closer to forty. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty. Oh, Ron Rivera contract. You talk about Matt Rule, seven years, sixty-five million dollars. Is that what it was? Right. It was seven no, years. Seven, seven years, sixty-two years. million. Dollars, seven years. Yeah. So that's what nine million a year, roughly eight and a half, something like Ron that. Ron Rivera was averaging two point eight million a year. <laughs> He got an extension at seven and a half million a year. His last two years were supposed to be seven and a half. So, what do you think about these football coaches coming from college getting a seven-year, sixty-some year deal better than Rivera's got as a coach and going to a new team? I personally like Ron Rivera, and I've seen your stats on on, on his losing season. I understand all that, and I think Rivera would be an outstanding defensive coordinator somewhere. Uh, but I do like the way that he carries himself, and I do like the the he keeps the team uh, kind of in line, um, but to give somebody that kind of money right there is just uh, crazy to me. Not only to give them much money, that's going from commanding the attention of young boys yeah. mm-hmm. to now you're talking yeah. to grown men. Yeah, that's 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 a big change. I right agree there. with you 100. <laughs> the same thing we talked about just a minute ago with Calipari going into yeah. the Nets locker room, and he had to be. You know, he was in 20s. his probably late 20s, yeah. early 30s. And the same thing with this guy. And, yeah. and, and to give him that kind of money, I think they said the NFC uh, South, uh, other teams were irate if they had done that. I would be irate, too. if I'm. And, and now you almost set a precedent yeah. for the coaching, uh, you know, the coaching market. Right. Because it's like, hey, this known, well, not necessarily a no name, but this guy out of college Right. Comes in is getting nine million dollars a year, and you want me to sign for a measly three to four right. years and only getting two and a half million? And I've been coaching here for I don't know, uh, at least on the NFL level, 15, 20 years, if not coordinator. So, um, so you want about, you want me to take a hometown discount? So Rule got more money before coaching an NFL game mm-hmm. than Rivera did after making a Super Bowl. And, right. and, and mm-hmm. what what is have they even posted about Mike McCarthy with the? Uh, with the, that, what did they pay him? Do we know? I, I they haven't posted. I didn't it. think they. I hadn't thought I hadn't seen yet. anything on it. But well, uh, how do you, how do Dallas fans feel if McCarthy gets fired and the Packers make the Super Bowl without McCarthy? This year? <laughs> <laughs> thought about that in the game last night. You know, uh, I didn't know if that was a great hire for Green Bay, and then uh, it looks like they they fit together pretty good. But that running game, and we'll probably talk about that more. They got a pretty good running game going on. Talk about the Packers. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he won, won me some money on FanDuel. <laughs> <so. laughs> He's so silly. <laughs> You're so silly. Hey, I wasn't expecting that. I won about 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Don't call and ask for no money, though. Don't call. Can I get five of them? I'm broke. Bro, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. I won money, but I'm broke. All right, guys, let's talk about this weekend's past games. Uh, go over some of, of what happened. Um, first and foremost, let's talk about the uh, first game of the weekend, which was Baltimore. Tennessee. Mm. No, it was not. Mm. That was not the first game. Was that the second game? It was the second game. Who first played, game was Vikings, San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, Vikings, yeah, yeah. San Francisco. We'll go back. Vikings, San Francisco. We'll hold it over your head too much. I didn't get to see none of that game. I watched a little bit of it. I watched the first half. <clears throat> well, my, 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 my NFL thing. My inter- internet. Internet's the struggling internet. today. I get, did it rain too hard? Is it the storms? I, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Anyway, it might be the storms. So before Saturday, before Saturday's picks, I told everybody that usually what happens is three out of four home teams win, one blowout. Right. Uh, we had three blowouts, and one close game. Yeah. And what was funny about it is the the closest game, the last one, was the one everybody was complaining about, saying this is boring. I don't want to watch. <laughs> that's the closest game. <laughs> the rest of them were seventeen, sixteen, and twenty. And then the last game last night, Packers and Seahawks was five points back. So Forty ers were. Was that the seven point favorite in them, or were they ten? In that? They were just seven. Uh, who? Wasn't Ravens the 49ers, and Chiefs were ten? Yeah, yeah Ravens, two tens. Ravens and Chiefs were ten. Right. The 49ers were seven point favorites, win by seventeen. Uh, pretty much a dominating performance by the defense, guys. Andre? Yeah. You said you didn't see that one. So we'll which, go. The, which, the 49ers. Oh, yeah. I seen, I seen a little bit of highlights. Yeah. So. It was a competitive, at, I, I want to say it was 14 10 at halftime uh, in that game. Uh, 49ers and Vikings, and I don't think the Vikings, did they score after halftime? I don't think they did. Uh, so they got shut down. I guess they just went in and filled. You know, that's another thing, you know, adjusting at halftime, you know, talking about coaching. Right. You go in and making adjustments and just shut down somebody, and they they got a really good running back for, for Vikings, and I don't think he really did much. And see, that's what, that's what blew my mind, really, is I know how good of a defense San Francisco has. I've seen it multiple times this year. They're very effective. Uh, on the front seven. They're back four suspect. Uh, they don't really have great DBs outside of Harrison Smith. But on the offensive side of the ball, if I if you told me who you want, Kirk, you can have Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Dalvin mm. Cook, and Kyle Rudolph, or you can have Jimmy Garoppolo, three different running backs, all the best ones probably Tevin Coleman, who at one point was a backup in Atlanta. Emmanuel Sanders will be the best wide receiver you have for San Francisco and George Kittle. Then who do you think offensively should have more firepower? Right. And to me, this was coaching. I think Kyle not well, not just coaching. I think the defense for the 49ers is just that good, essentially. I think it's a lot better than what it's been ranked. I think it could be the best defense, arguably the best defense that's remaining. Outside of Kansas City, I think Kansas City's true. got a great defense. Um, the running backs, though, they run three different running backs, and one of them still gets over 100 yards. But every week, you never know which one's going to get over 100 yards. They got somebody back on the defense. His first name is D. Oh, well, D4. Yeah, D4. D4. That's they it. And, uh, they back. said that uh, when he was out, they said they didn't get the, the pressure that they're getting. He's been out four or five games, and they said when he came back, you, they said you could see the difference <laughs> they got that he makes. D He's Ford, super fast. Yeah, they got D Ford back and Quan Alexander back. 
they have two beasts on the defensive line in DeForest Buckner and probably defensive rookie of the year <laughs> and arguably defensive player of the year in Nick Bosa. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So there, they. This is one of the best th- stats I heard, is that they have the best numbers when it comes to only sending four guys. When it comes to only sending four and getting pressure, the best team to do it in the NFL is the San Francisco 49ers. And if you remember, and Kevin would think about this too, and Andre, uh, we're probably a little bit older, but back in the 90s, you know, you think about the Dallas teams that came through and the 49ers teams that came through. A lot of people don't talk about their defenses as much They're, as they should. Their know? defenses are probably the reasons they won. Right, because, I mean, the the uh, defensive end that we had for, for, for Dallas. Charles uh, Haley. That's it. They're Charles Haley. And he played for the 49ers also. He and won, you got Dion interchanging. He won the championships with – he won with Joe Montana. And, yeah. And then he came to Dallas. And then we added Dion the, after – The 95 after season, the, I believe, wasn't After the 49ers <laughs> knocked us out, we then bought yep. him from them and uh, basically – and won the 95 championship. Then we kept him for five or six years and couldn't get anything done. After that, uh, the rest of the defense started uh, waning, um, as you as you, as you you think. But, yeah, uh, all those defenses. And I made the point the other day, uh, Zach, when we were naming top quarterbacks of all time, when we talked Jim Kelly. I said people don't realize how great that Buffalo Bills defense was. Probably all one around, of the best. that team might be the most – one of the, they might have been all around more talented than Dallas those first two Super Bowls. You talk about Bruce yeah. Smith. It was on the front line. Bruce Smith, Cornelius Bennett. <laughs> they were loaded. Uh, Daryl Molly, wasn't that the center? Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, the safeties I was trying were to good. think of DB. Steve uh, Tasker was, was a uh, was a special teams guy. I mean, that defense was outstanding. I mean, there was nothing. The Bills' defense was good. They just messed up in the Super Bowl. They did. <laughs> they, couldn't the, they couldn't beat the NFC. Thurman Thomas, how many times he fumbled that first one? Right. And then, and then they get in there against uh, the Redskins, and I think they lost. Was that the Redskins game that they kicked? Did they missed the kick? Norwood missed the kick? That on? was Giants. That was Giants. Okay. Giants. So hey, look at that. I mean, you even think about back in the day, you're, you're playing NFC East every year. You're playing Giants. You're playing Redskins. You're playing mm-hmm. Cowboys in Super Bowl. So they were, you know, Eagles wasn't no pushover with Cunningham. The Giants, so. Super Bowl, KTC used to have a, a, mm-hmm. a Super Bowl party. Yeah, right. I remember. So I remember the Giants Super Bowl. You remember where we was at? Krause Fish Camp. Don't remember that one. The one yeah. I actually remember is when we had the humongous. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about, though. The Krause, remember yeah, Krause, yeah, where absolutely. Dollar General is right anymore. now. Right. There used to be a fish camp right there. Right. Never been there. They had the very first Andre, first time I ever had them, grilled chicken tenders. And I could eat like 10 of them right. when I was 13. I would just get a, just a plate of grilled chicken tenders, like, like donuts, like Uncle Side doing donuts. They were so good. <laughs> but I'll never forget it. Because that was the Super Bowl when they when he missed the wide right, we had a big screen. We'd rent a big screen, set it up in there, rent out the restaurant, and all of our it'd be kind of like our Christmas party, but it was a Super Bowl party instead. <clears throat> and I remember there was about five to ten people over in the corner when that Giants went to kick that Super Bowl. All got down on our knees, and started praying for the Giants to, <laughs> to, to make that because all the players on TV were just sitting there praying. Right. To make the field, so a bunch of fans that were in there, they got it together. Giants fans got together in now, the corner and sat. Would down that have been the year that Sims got hurt and 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 Hostetler came in or not? I think that was the the first one. Giant that was the second Giants. That might have been the the Hostetler when he came in. You might be right on that. I think it might have been because they didn't win any afterwards. The 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 one that I remember that y'all did was uh was the the that Broncos. Was the last year we did it was the kick. That was last because the very next year the Redskins won it. We were. I remember watching it at Rick Albertson's house. We did uh, y'all did one. When I was young. It was Redskins mm. Broncos. So that would have been. Uh, that 87, was in the 80s. Yeah. 87, yeah. because uh, that's when the the Broncos just wiped the fields like fifty one mm-hmm. to thirteen or something. Mm-hmm. But it had a, the biggest sub I ever seen in my life. It so, because I, like, I was upset with Dad because we quit doing the uh, Super Bowl 
games when uh when Dallas started winning, so he didn't have any Super Bowl I parties. Understand that too. Was <laughs> I think he quit doing it because the Redskins made it the next year, and he was I'm done now. <laughs> We're not doing any more Redskins Super Bowls. Right. And they, right. and they, <laughs> that team was dangerous. You, you guys uh, introduced um, the motion offenses before mm-hmm. the movement before the plays. I don't know if you, either one of y'all two remember that. But but he used to run three or four wide receivers. Old out Joe there. They, would, they were the first now, teams that would put people in motion. Now are we talking about the eighties or the the early nineties? The ninety one. I'm talking team. about the ninety one team with Ripken. R- R- when they, when they put everybody yeah. in, they had they had the three wide receivers, Monk. I think Williams big, and big Quinn. running back. What was his name? Ernest Biner. Yeah, Biner. And and they would just they they spread the ball around. And I don't, they, honestly don't see how Buffalo didn't win the championship. But that offense and that defense, right. they should have won, but they didn't. All right, um, let's move on right. to the next game. Uh, this is for all the analytics folks. This is for all the folks, all the fantasy football folks. That if you just don't understand football, is when the NFL gets to the playoffs. You have to play defense, and you have to run the football. Now, with that said, uh, Baltimore's if – if you close your eyes and I say, this quarterback had 300 yards passing, 100 yards running, and the other quarterbacks had 88 <laughs> yards passing, which one only got 12 points? And I'm going to tell you, it was the guy with 88. But it didn't matter. Because his backup threw a touchdown too. Derek Henry's running back. <laughs> <laughs> the running back ran for 195 and threw for three yards and a touchdown. The quarter, the passing combined for Tennessee was eight of 15, 91 yards, three touchdowns. That's balling. Lamar Jackson had four times more yards, 500 total eight total yards. He had four times more passing yards, three less touchdowns. Lamar Jackson had the same number of touchdowns passing as Derrick Henry had. <laughs> I don't think Derrick Henry's such a big boy. I don't know if the Panthers had 500 total yards all season in, a, in, a, in one, one game. game. Talk about the whole year. I'm talking about all you know one <laughs> yeah. game 500 one total game. yards. He's got it by itself. So I get on the baseball people about their analytics, and and we get over here to to football about the analytics. Sometimes you just got to the defense and running wins the football games. The, the, the analytics today say don't run, don't run, don't run, don't run. Throw it every time. Because mm-hmm. when you look at the averages, it's, well, Derrick Henry gets four yards of carry, the pass gets seven yards of carry, we should do seven yards of carry. Well, that's what that's what mathematicians say. Yeah. Right. That's not what football coaches do or say on the field. Especially um, when you jump out to a lead. And they, and they <laughs> don't take into account, exactly. like, if you throw an incomplete pass, well, it's second ten. If I'd have ran the ball, it's second seven. So, is there, you know, they, they don't take that all that new into account. Um, what did you say, Andre? I said – when you jump out to a lead, right. <laughs> running the game, running the ball is in your favor. And yeah. it, that's exactly what I said Saturday, Hunter. Right. If Titans go up ten or fourteen to nothing, what will Baltimore do? Because you have to keep running the ball if they're that team. But they ran. Look at this. This is where they messed up. I think they let Lamar run it twenty times and Ingram only six. That, but now, Ingram, Ingram had hurt. Ingram was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I think that. Really but hurt running back. Baltimore. You think the running I think back, that hurt Baltimore. He was having some uh, calf problems because he had a, a machine on his well, leg. What I was trying but... to explain to Zach, I don't know if either one of y'all was in there, is every time the quarterback keeps the ball, mm-hmm. that's a run, yeah. But it's also a run the running back don't get it. Right. So Ingram and Edwards are trained to run the ball and run through the holes. And that's what they're that's what they're desi- That's what they do. They got nine carries and the quarterback got 20. I don't know how many of those were keeping it off reading, the, reading the end. That might be him. That might be the way the, See, the defense forced it because you they, could send yeah, your end or your linebacker to, to force I love, it. I love the fact that you brought up as well. You know, they, they like to talk about how you, you don't need to run the football anymore. Right. They always want you to throw it. And 
And, when, you know, when I play, you know, Madden or if I play NCAA, I love having a great run game because I think it's great if I can just run the clock out. It's disheartening But you want to know what's funny? <laughs> it really the is. Two, two out of the four teams left had the second and third best run games in the NFL. The San Francisco 49ers were second. The Tennessee, Tennessee Titans were third. Well, you look at ball and control. Tight's got and run over technically. If you if you look at Jackson's run, I mean, look look at the tight, look at, look at Baltimore's three hundred yards passing, right? Hundred yards receiving, uh, receivers up uh, wrong mouse had one receiver with a hundred yards, and they just, I mean, I'll say twelve uh, points this, to me. Yeah, to twelve me, points. <laughs> this just was a rest versus rust game. I think the Baltimore Ravens had too much rest, and it turned too into much. rust. Because they didn't let any of the starters play in week 16. Well, so they've well, Andre, they well, laughed. Yeah. Tom was sitting that seat and laughed at me when I said, because not only did they have one week off, they had two weeks off. Yeah, so as running the game, the exact words I just used, <laughs> rhythm quarterback, I said, to run the ball on the football field, you have to have practice and reps. It's about timing. I mean, Barry Sanders can run through that line, but if nobody blocked anybody <laughs> when he gets there, he's going to get tackled. And you got to give the line credit on that. If they get to their spots and you follow your blocks, it is really tough to tackle Derrick Henry. I mean, yeah, come on. Uh, if he's following his blocks, like yeah. he's by himself, you can dive at his ankles. But if he's following blocks, you got to deal with a 300-pounder and this dude. Now, <laughs> one thing I would ask, you know, for all y'all thinking about this, too, me and my father-in-law talked about this, is, is how much momentum did the Titans carry over from that Patriots win going into Foxborough, winning that game, and bringing it over, plus them being tired um, and and you know we've well, seen we've seen the Giants go in at ten and six and nine and seven I believe and win a Super Bowl just because they're clicking at the right time and the Titans with the style that they play I'll always be what they call a uh, uh, a traditionalist where I like to to line up two tight ends and, and I like to put the, the the running backs in the back and follow your blocks and, and ball control and have a good defense. Uh, and I think the Titans are setting up really good for that. I think they're going to have their hands completely full against Kansas City. Um, and that's the only reason why I wouldn't put the Titans in the Super Bowl right now. Because that offense. Lamar, I mean, Lamar had well, 79 attempts at stuff yesterday. See, and that's I was going to ask you how many. That's what I think the problem was. 20 carries, 59 runs. That's what I think the problem was. They got away. I know that the Titans got to a lead early. But the Ravens panicked. And they got away from what worked, and they stopped feeding the running backs. Look, Gus Edwards, running back, only had three attempts. Mark, the running backs alone only had nine attempts. They couldn't. And meanwhile, Lamar Jackson <laughs> they couldn't had 20. Do nothing. So, they and you look they at, got away from it. You look at 20 carries for Lamar Jackson. How many of those carries were drop-back passes that he made into a run? Oh, he how had many times to. He was running right. for his life. He Absolutely. was getting harassed back there. So they, the they, they were calling a 80% pass game if that makes sense mm. and that, that that's just not their style well i'll say this that might have not been that might have not been the best game for the ravens and, and unfortunately it came at the worst time in the playoffs but lamar jackson's still special Absolutely. i don't put i don't put this really on lamar's shoulders i put this on the really the Ravens' shoulders as a whole how they called the game after things started to go south but i'll give all the credit in the world to the Tennessee Titans and Mike Vrabel and how his defense stepped up and played great. They played the read option perfect. And then not only that, Derrick Henry right now is uh, the best thing to watch stud. on television. And it's the playoffs. He's the best yeah. thing to watch it's on the television. Playoffs. Your, your playbook changes in the playoffs. It does. And your it, whole, the, whole, the whole mentality changes. And Taylor Lewan. 
it, that's that's a that's a hell of a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> all you gotta do is run off that man. Yeah. You get you get yards all day. I've been, I've been watching the Titans all year, and from about the second half this season, Derrick Henry has been on a he's been on a tear. And even Kevin mentioned this uh, too: is when you get into the playoffs, and, and you just combine what you just said with what he said that your your play change your play calling changes. And then Kevin says that your your the defense you're coming up against they're going to be more elite. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually when y'all was talking about it uh, who, at the very beginning when everybody you know went on the Saints said the Saints can win, and so this going to be, you know. And they didn't win that weekend. I would have picked the Saints, but my, my my Super Bowl pick was the 49ers and the Ravens. I'm really surprised that the Ravens laid the big of egg as they did, oh, yeah, 14 and two. You know, I think that's what surprises a lot of people is okay. So the Titans scored 28. I think they can do that, but the fact that Baltimore only scored 12 on, on that, average in 33. That's I think a, it's what's yeah. So once they change quarterbacks from Mariota yeah. to Tannehill. They averaged they went, for like started, 12 points to yeah. 31, they 31 points two a game. And three, two and three under Mariota. Then they won uh, the rest of their games. They went, what, nah, seven, seven and four? Yeah. Seven and four with Tannehill. And now they're on a – they've got their two probably biggest wins in franchise <laughs> history. And technically, people will say dethroning the dynasty in New England and then stopping the one-man wrecking crew of the – Baltimore Ravens and MVP Lamar Jackson. I'm, now they have probably just as big of a game than the first two playing against, you know, arguably uh-huh. going to be the best quarterback for the next 10 years in Patrick Mahomes. And to me, I'll, I'll touch on it in a minute, the most explosive offense the NFL has yep. seen. Yeah, well, i tell you what, let the Titans get up uh, 21, I, <laughs> 21 points. Ain't no way. Right, no, there's no way. <laughs> they, they're not coming back. <laughs> but like you said, though, you know, when they was playing – the running game for the Texans yesterday is not the running game for that the Titans. the Titans would have. If they had yeah. that running game, that game would have been sewed up because, number two, the Titans' defense is better than Way the better. Texans' defense. Oh, so that God. would have been a sewed-up game. And what, you know, you're talking about that Kansas City game. You Nobody wants to go play in Kansas City because that place just gets – it's like a dome. Uh, and, and they were quiet. And as soon as that kickoff return – y'all remember the kickoff return mm-hmm. – that the guy got that gave him life, and once that happened, man, uh, it was a floodgate. Man, well, nobody want to go play in any of that cold weather. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, Seattle froze up. I went right back in the locker room. I got ankles and everything hurting. Twenty-two <laughs> degrees. Come on, <laughs> is that what it was in Kansas City yesterday? Yeah, twenty-two I, I, degrees. I don't know what it was in Green Bay. I know they said it was really cold in Green Bay. It was thirteen when they uh, started uh, the pregame show. No. Then one twenty-two. Nope. nope. It, it warmed up to twenty-two. Think, the area that we we're in yesterday was in this almost in the seventies, <laughs> and then right. it's almost twenty to the teens everywhere else that football was being played. And uh, and like Kevin said, you know, we talked about this before. Uh, it's basketball and football. You know, this everything kind of comes in waves. And, and right now in basketball, it's you know drive kick out, and in football, mm-hmm. uh, it is um, high-powered offenses. But you look, if you can ball control, and I told that to my father-in-law before the game started, if Titans can ball control this game, get some turnovers. They got three turnovers plus two four and outs, and two four and outs is basically uh, two more turnovers. They got five turnovers, so that was your that was your game. And I think they said that they had 14 points off turnovers, so there there's your uh, difference on your score right there. Well, I, I know my pick's already a bust for the Super Bowl. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm going to bandwagon with the Titans. Hey, I wouldn't hurt my feelings to see them get in it. I hope they really do good I got against one. Kansas City. I, can't, I picked Kansas City-New Orleans. once. The, the season started, I had Patriots. 
and New Orleans. And <laughs> yeah, we had the same pick. When the Patriots got picked, knocked <laughs> out, I, well, I tell you what, when the Patriots got knocked to the three seed, that Saturday morning I changed and I picked uh, San Francisco. Put it on the four shot. I I'm got trying. It. I know what you're yeah. yeah. I got them all listed over there <laughs> on a different screen. Um, so, right now, my Chiefs are still available. Of course, New Orleans isn't. Um, looking at the defense um, of of Saturday, this this weekend's games, all four, I'll say the best passers slash most pocket passer quarterback in each game won. I don't. I, I wouldn't. I don't know if 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 you want to consider Tannehill a better passer than Lamar, but he's a more pocket passer definitely than than Lamar on that. He definitely recognizes coverage is better. Right, and I think I and I think I think Mahomes is the best in the business. I, this is not nothing against Watson. He scored thirty one points yesterday and lost. I mean, what <laughs> in the playoffs? That, if, it, if Watson would have beat every team yesterday in the playoffs, but the Chiefs, he outscored every team in the playoffs yesterday in, in this weekend's game, but the Chiefs, and that's the team that they played against. Well, technically, technically, Houston's defense. And well, not even Houston's defense. We'll go ahead and get to the Chiefs Texans games right now. To me, the Chiefs came out and were just able to do what the Ravens weren't able to do and overcome the rust. The Chiefs looked horrible. Nobody could catch a pass early from Patrick Mahomes, and it's not like he was. And it's not like he was throwing it behind uh, him or bad hitting. passes. He was hitting them in the hands. Just in think the if he hit him in the first quarter. I think what it was, was a score of being. It was four drops in the first. And then quarter. and then the special teams came up big for the Texans twice. They yeah. had the blocked punt, and then they had the a gimme. They had a gimme. When Tyreek Hill drops yeah. a punt return, I mean, they, had a, they had a gimme. They broke that one. I they had game, one apiece. I thought the game was over. Listen, I'll sit, <laughs> I'll sit here and I'll say that when he dropped that punt return, I threw my phone. I, I was watching I was it on like, my phone. I threw over. it into the seat. Yeah, I shook my head too. I was like, "Come on now." Yeah. He, well, why was he even fielding the the ball? Because it was on the five. Why would he just? They stuck him back there to field it. They they, they wanted him to return it. So they did, why. and it reminded me They're of the days. They're down twenty four nothing. When we would why. throw Steve Smith back there <laughs> in the back, seventeen nothing uh, to for a special right. play. But uh, if he's not used to fielding, that's that's that ball's different. It's than the most coming, important thing is catching that punt. The way that it's yeah, it's now, now he he, he fields punts throughout the season though. Well, when it, I think when they I think they said hurt. he had four this year. Yeah, uh, on on the telecast. I know Hartman. I know Hartman do most of the kickoff yeah. returns. They Tyreek Hill was their punt return guy. Uh, last year they drafted Miko Hardman this past draft. I know, I know he did. Oh, man, he he's done most of the punt returns for them yeah. this year. I wonder year. if that's the boy okay. that got the kick return that got him started. Uh, it is. They said they yeah. drafted somebody Mikko that Hardman. was very similar to Hill, and he, he was fast. Yeah. Hardman was the one. Hardman came out of the University of Georgia. He's fast. He's super <laughs> fast. I mean, he's really fast. They were up twenty-four to nothing. Yeah. They didn't lose at the end of the game. <laughs> they lost in the. They were getting beat by halftime. Right. Yeah. Like that was that's not even. That's... Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all what I did. It got 24 nothing. Me and the kids went and got on a go kart, right, and drove around <laughs> in the backyard, right. I come back, it was 24 21. I was like, "Are y'all kidding me?" And I just sat Man. down and watched the rest listen, of it. But Patrick Mahomes is a different. How bad a coach they... do you have to be to lose a 24 point lead in a half? See, no, I, no, wait a minute. Let me pick it up. It was less than a quarter. It was less than a quarter because it was 24 to nothing. <laughs> yeah, and they had 21 scored, and the nothing in the first quarter. He scored 28 in the second quarter. So yeah, he blew a 24 nothing lead basically in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Because they, they scored, what, like three touchdowns in less than two minutes. Three I, minutes the, first one was in, the first one was a 20, kick return, a pass, a pass. This, <laughs> this is why, to me, the Kansas City Chiefs, this year's Kansas City Chiefs, to me, should go down as one of the greatest 
offensive powerhouses we've ever seen. They had seven off seven consecutive offensive possessions that ended in a touchdown. They went seven straight offensive possessions with a touchdown. And what's what other bad, team? What other team play, in the NFL can go can go down twenty four to nothing and come back? If they nobody. play nobody, if they play the Packers, they'll win. They play for the 49ers, they're going to lose. Mm. Say the first team the in defense history. always wins. Pick the best defense. And, and home. And I'm talking about the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. What, what, happened, what happened last year? You're talking about Super Bowl. What okay. happened last year? Three points the Rams got. Right. That's it. Like, but, but we can't sit a, here. We can't sit here and knock the Kansas City Chiefs off or defense, though. They're seventh. They're, they're, They've been different. They've been a different animal this year. this year. They go 31, though. Twenty-four in the first quarter, or twenty-one in the first. I think twenty-one in the first quarter. <laughs> Shut off. Out. Twenty-one right. in the first quarter after half. being off for like two weeks. But and I think they got then, put bad they only gave up bad seven. positions too, though, uh, on some of those. I think the NFL wants Packers and Chiefs to make all their promo videos, um, but I got a feeling it's going to be Forty ers and Chiefs. And I want to see Forty ers I, I think Forty ers should could win, but I don't like Forty ers at all. Really, think about this. Um, <laughs> Belichick got rid of Garoppolo. He's still alive. Yeah. Um, Miami got rid of Tannehill. He's still alive. <laughs> he, he, he knocked out in back-to-back weeks. Tannehill knocked out the goat mm-hmm. and the regular season MVP. Yeah. And then if he beats the Chiefs this week, last year's MVP. Last year's MVP, and I'm gonna bet the high-scoring offense. Mm-hmm. And get this: if Tannehill wins against the Chiefs. Zach, this is for you. He'll tie Cam Newton with postseason wins this year. Yep. <laughs> this year, he would tie Cam Newton's career total of three playoff wins this year if Tannehill can beat the Chiefs. I know how a layoff can be, too. You know, you're talking about Baltimore coming out flat. I remember when we w- we were in the playoffs, uh, Panthers, I think we were 12-4. and four. might have been the two seed, had the, the, the bye and went in against uh, Arizona mm-hmm. and uh, just – Started throwing the football, and we was a running team, and it was raining. I'll never forget it. Couldn't get out of there fast enough. <laughs> Come out flat. <laughs> I was shaking my head because you're throwing the football, this, and you're, to me, you're two though, great running backs. What I've seen, Patrick Mahomes, this he's going to run this league for maybe the next ten years. If they, because I want you to think about it, most of the guys that are playing with him on the offensive side of the ball are young. They are young. Tyreek Hill, young. Travis Kelsey, young. Miko Hardman. Rookie, they uh, they are young. Sammy yeah. Watts, even Sammy Watkins. We forget Sammy Watkins was drafted by the Buffalo Bills yeah. and almost died there. Okay, because no, they weren't using him at all, and they didn't have the quarterback that they do now that can really throw him the ball. Then they, he went and had his little stint with the Rams. They didn't really use him, and now he's in Kansas City. And this is just toys galore. If if Patrick Mahomes was a five-year-old, he's the most spoiled five-year-old on the planet because his daddy, Andy Reid,'s gotten him every toy in the world. They they, they did dodge, dodge a huge bullet with him in the season with that knee because that looked yes. nasty. And, uh, for, it, it's amazing to me that that wasn't a worse injury than that was. If he if he can stay away from the injury bug, he's got a, a really, really, really good arm I could and he see, can throw from different places. I could see Kansas City winning multiple Super Bowls within the next – Six years. I mean, they, if they can start on their their defense, the that's only the team that would not rival year, Kansas City is not even in the AFC. To me, it would be what Kyle Shanahan and the Forty ers are doing in the NFC. Once they come up against that defense, I think it's going to be uh, 
Uh, I, I really don't think I don't think Kansas City's going to win. I can, that. I don't I think can tell you who it's not going to be. It's not going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, when, <laughs> when, when, when Jameis stopped throwing interceptions, we taking off because he balling. <laughs> <laughs> Check his stat. I don't think Kansas City will, will win it. Uh, I, I think if they come up against uh, the 49ers, I think they're going to have their hands full with that defense. I don't know. So Kansas City was my Super Bowl pick before the season started just because of what I saw them do last year. And the only reason they got screwed out of the championship game and Super Bowl was because they didn't win the coin flip. They never got a chance to you know, answer back to Tom Brady and that drive in the overtime. But you know, the Titans already beat Kansas City. They did beat Kansas City. <laughs> they right? already beat them they one did. time. So, uh... They did, but was it, it was in Tennessee, though, if I'm not mistaken. It was not in Kansas City. Yeah, that, that, that weather gonna be rough. The weather's gonna. But be once really again, rough. you got a bruiser running the ball. You do. That yes. is solely you to do. your advantage. You do. And here, and here's what I, you know, I get what a lot of people are saying about. You've got the bruiser. You you control clock. But Patrick Mahomes in this offense can score in less than forty five seconds. All it takes is one guy to get yeah, wide open, and he's gonna hit him on yeah. a seventy yard bomb. But the it, Titans got they got receivers too. I can't, I can't, I like I can't explain Brown. the eighty-eight yards I like and seventy-eight. <laughs> but they, they, that, that's the guy right there. They have receivers right there, you know. The AJ, I like AJ. They don't have. They don't have I, to pass I'm the ball. I'm just saying, you know, and I get it. Trust me, I understand clock control and ball control on the ground. But I've ne- that's why I say this might be the most explosive offense. You know, everybody was talking about the two thousand and seven. Uh, well, not just the Rams, but that was the one. Randy Moss. Years yeah. with the Patriots, yeah. how that team was just blowing people out. This this team, they, has, were they are so explosive. They <laughs> are beat. ridiculously explosive. I think uh, you you talking about them being undefeated and got beat. The, the, I think the Achilles heel for, for that team that year was they played the Giants in the last game of the season. And Tom Coughlin, I think he's a really good coach. I think he got a, a blueprint of what he wanted to do, and I think he executed it when he went there against New England. Zach, if you're going to guess, as a Panthers fan, how many quarterbacks have won a playoff game since Cam last won a playoff game? How many total quarterbacks? How many total quarterbacks? Different, it was, it was, different it was, quarterbacks. 2015 was, uh, 2000, was our last. 2015. Yeah. 32. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're closer than you think. Wow. It, it's about everybody. So but, how, it's how, about how, everybody but Jameis Winston. How many, how many, how many teams? Ooh, how many teams? Right. There's no on here either. Six, sixteen teams a year start, right? The the playoffs. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. <coughs> off on that. So twelve times, and it's been four years. Yeah. Forty eight. That's twenty. Twelve. Say twenty four is twenty eight. Uh, well, I'm gonna say no, forty eight. Twenty two. Twenty one. Okay. Twenty one different quarterbacks have won a playoff game since Cam Newton last won a playoff game. Brady's won eight, Nick Foles four, Ryan, Matt Ryan three, Roethlisberger two, Aaron Rodgers three, Bortles two, Breeze two, Mahomes two, Tannehill two. Here's everybody who's won one. Mariota, Osweiler, Peyton Manning, Case Keenum, Andrew Luck, Dak Prescott, Phillip Rivers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Garoppolo, and Cousins. Wilson won two, actually. I so to put his the Kansas City-Tennessee matchup that's coming up, Kansas City lost this game by three. You want to know what the quarterback matchup was? Ryan Tannehill was 13 for 19, 181 yards, two touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes was 36 for 50, 446 <laughs> yards, and three touchdowns. But what three. was the difference? The difference maker was right. obviously 
It was obviously a field goal at the end because it was only three points. But Derrick Henry had yeah. 23 carries for 188 yards and two what touchdowns. What I've seen off your stats right there is 188 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns. I Run think if ball, you're throwing folks. the ball, yeah, so it's what I was fixing to go with. You said 52 attempts or something. That, that's that's yeah. that's throwing the ball too much, in my opinion. And maybe I'm old school. I but think you got to run I mean, the ball. How many, what, was his, what was his completions? What was it? 30 uh, something. 36 for 50. So 14 times were plays of zero. Right. 14 times. You got nothing, right? So that's fourteen. What if you did they carries a, fourteen? They times had a running back by three did, yards of carry. That's fifty yards. Not to mention Damian, the time that comes off. The, Damian Williams. That was the next thing. Damian Williams did carry the ball twenty times for Kansas City. So. Is the clock stopped fourteen times right. as well too? Yeah. And that and that's where you know you go back with what Andre saying about Tennessee is that's why I call me an old school guy. I like the way that they set up and play. That's just the style I like to watch. I like running the ball. Yeah. I do. But you mean to tell me you only beat this Kansas City Chiefs team by three points, and Tannehill only threw for 180 yards? That's not while that's, Mahomes threw for almost 450. But his but his but his performance didn't translate to. And it goes back <laughs> well, to so Lamar Jackson. So far, what I've seen out of Tannehill is he can't throw for 100 yards yet in, his, play, in his playoffs. Um, it don't matter. I agree with that. They Kevin, win. I think Kevin even looked up the the, the stats on on these. Run past quarterbacks that have never. I think Steve Young is about the only run past quarterback. Russell Wilson. Russell, and I, and I don't consider him a basically a run past guy as much as I would these other guys. I he think is he is a run if need to. Who yeah. did they beat in the Super Bowl? Uh, they beat the Broncos in the Super was Bowl. Was it the Broncos? Yes, they won. They beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Lost the next year to, to the, the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So who would have been the the quarterback of that Broncos team? Then? Peyton Manning. Peyton. He lost one one. Forgot about that. Yep. He lost to Wilson. You're right. I forgot about that. Cam. That was Peyton Manning's one victory in this. In, in, in the in, 21 quarterbacks. I mean, you that had 500, 500 total, 503 or 8 total yards that he had last weekend. It just didn't translate to points. No, I mean, and then we can all close our eyes and I'll say this. Hunter, who's a better quarterback, Lamar Jackson or Ryan Tannehill? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So everyone you ask that will say Lamar Jackson. Right. And then I'll come and say... Tannehill has two playoff victories. Lamar Jackson is 0-2. Tannehill beat Lamar. So Tannehill must be better then, right? <laughs> but that's not how it works. Right. But if, if Lamar would have won, we'd be like, well, Tannehill can't beat Lamar. <laughs> that's what the, 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 the saying would have been, right? That's, that's what I said. I said, <laughs> if you want to so ask weird. me who I'm who – I, and I'll admit it. I trusted Lamar Jackson more than I trusted Ryan Tannehill. Right. And which, and which is and you look, and that's what I'm saying. And if you look back, because you what do you, you can't just blindly say that. I looked back throughout the season, and who's had the better season? Obviously, it's been Lamar. I did not think they would come out here and forget how to play Ravens football. I didn't. And Lamar Jackson still had good numbers. Obviously, the two interceptions hurt him, but he was just trying to make plays. That's that's why they asked him to throw the ball 50 times. There is one quarter, yeah, quarter. You got. Steve Young that won, but you also got Randall Cunningham and that that team that that they lost uh, when he was quarterback. I believe it was the Vikings team. We had Chris Carter and Randy Moss right. on it. They they should not have. They they should have won a championship that year. Uh, and I think that would have been one that would have fell in. I wish it would have because I'm a huge Randall Cunningham fan. Right, he's still the all-time leading rusher in, for quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Talk about is is Wilson a running quarterback in the Super Bowl against Denver that he won? He only had three carries for twenty six yards, so I, it just they didn't really run it. I mean, he only, he threw it 
25 times that game. I think Lynch uh, had 15 carries. I think Russell Wilson is highly intelligent. That's if I would say anything about Russell Wilson, because I, I, he's so small, he can make a lot of stuff happen. I think mentally he is very, very. He looks just like a shortstop out there playing does. quarterback. But he that's was a baseball he, player. And I wonder he, what yeah. he played in he baseball. He played infield. He's he? he the second baseman shortstop. I could see that. So that's what it looks like to me. He looks just like an infielder playing quarterback out there. Very, he can very run smart. a little bit. He can throw a little bit. Can't do everything. He's not a 10 at everything. Was eight or nine about well, everything. Wonder if that had any uh, the, uh, the the Arizona Cardinals seeing him every year. Wonder if they had a lot to play in with them taking Kyler Murray. Ah. Well, that was the coach too. That was his college <laughs> coach. So that was a little bit of that. Um, you know, it's it's just tough to win running the quarterback running the ball. Uh, Peyton Manning had one carry in that game, no yards. Just wondering <laughs> about his rushing stats. All right, finally Seahawks and Packers has finished it up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, He's just talking about Russell Wilson. We'll get into it with him. One and one in the Super Bowls. He uh, has won two playoff games since uh, the Panthers last won theirs. Um, he <laughs> do what? Do I have that stat? I was like, I see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to give everybody perspective. Like it's been four years. It's going to be five years when the playoffs start this year since the Panthers last made was in the playoffs. People don't think like that, do you? Yes, keep it on the street. Well, it's been, it's been, a, right. been a while. MVP been season. A, MVP was just a few years ago. Yeah, five. Um, Time flies. I mean, it's, Time just, it's flies insane. when you're having fun. Well, here's another thing to think about, okay? Mm-hmm. Romo only really played eight seasons uh, in Dallas, started eight seasons. Del Holm only started seven seasons in Carolina. This is Cam's ninth year. Like, this isn't. It's near the end of, of a regular quarterback rotation. Usually when you draft quarterback number one, you want to say, I want 10 years of him. Mm-hmm. We're looking at ninth year. Dak Prescott, this, he's already went through four years, y'all. Mm-hmm. He's halfway through. And we're thinking about all these years down the line. No, he's halfway through. Um, you can only count. I would say count 10, and then you're lucky if you get more. You're lucky if you get right. Rodgers, Breeze, and Brady the, uh, and Roethlisberger. But everybody else, it's 10 or less. I'm about 90% sure that Romo's first starting game was against the Panthers. I, I'm not. I don't know. I'm I do sure not. I do not know. That. I remember when he came in and they were talking about we got this new quarterback, I, and, and I was like, okay, we're gonna win this game. We lost. Did you see the uh, the stat on uh, old Josh McCown, Arizona Cardinals? He gave Emmett his last touchdown handoff, and he also threw Larry Fitzgerald's first touchdown huh. pass. Josh McCown. The great, the legendary, the legend. Would that have been like oh three, <laughs> maybe oh three, probably? It was something like that. I mean, it's a long time ago. But yeah, Josh McCown gave them both. I did want to bring up something oh, while we're in here. Y'all did the football thing on the running backs a while back, right? Mm-hmm. And y'all was ranking them. Uh, no, we ranked the court. We, we were. Did y'all not talk about? Y'all talked about Barry Sanders. I remember. That. I did. I had a over. I have an overrated, That's what underrated it was. segment. I went overrated on Barry. I read Sal Palantonio. I just sit here and read Sal Palantonio's right. article. And, and my, my question to y'all guys would be: uh, uh, What would you What would you say about Frank Gore? He snuck in there. Durable. <laughs> he's, he's been Durable. Durable. And you know what? I think yeah. he was a, a nicked up person when he came out. They were saying he had some. I think he had a knee issue. That's but. another University of Miami. Bulldog. Yeah, that's I what mean, it is. He just has lasted for so made, long. Made me think. I, I, y'all was talking about. It, I was thinking Frank Gore in mind. He's what? Is he third now? He's third. Yeah, and, if you uh, play, you play long enough, you're gonna get stats. Absolutely, I agree. He's he in his twentieth season. I agree. Yeah, he he's pushed been playing his, twenty years. He's pulled up some of his yards. He's I think. pushing his career. Uh, he he was had a was it was it Indianapolis? He had some stud years. Was it Indianapolis? He played for. He, he, he did not play for San Francisco for a while. But uh, I know he was a. Uh, he All right, was so a, he had 
stickler for the uh, fantasy on me a couple years. Give you an idea on, on Frank Gore. Um, he's had 11,000-yard seasons. I think that's right. Let me count one more time. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Sorry, nine thousand yard seasons. Got that wrong. Barry Sanders had nine thousand yard seasons, but it was every one in his career. Mm-hmm. He played nine years, had nine thousand yard seasons. Frank also had a six hundred, a eight hundred, one, two nine hundreds, a seven, and a five. So he's had four, five, six other years uh, more than Barry, and that didn't get that. Now, Emmett, give you an idea, he had 11 straight years of 1,000 yards. So Barry had nine out of nine in his career, but Emmett still had 11 straight 1,000-yard career. Emmett's first year and his last year, he had the exact same number of yards. He hadn't played 20 years. It was like nine. He played 14 seasons. He's played 15. Well, going into 15. Yeah. Yes. But it all goes back to durability. I agree with what you said there, Andre. I just think uh, he kind of goes under the radar. Maybe you said that uh, he just slid under the radar and good but durable. I mean, yeah. I mean, Bettis is Bettis made it up. It made it up on the list. Curtis Martin made it up on the list. Uh, but look at this: nine thirty-seven, nine seventy-five. Who's Emmett? Emmett's first year had nine thirty-seven. His last year in Dallas, he had nine thirty-seven. Exact same number of yards. I, I, I asked my year. money back. Huh? What? I asked my money back. <laughs> so you telling me? <laughs> are you getting the same amount as when you first came in? That's pretty good. Fifteen years. Hey, later. Give me my yeah. jersey and my money back. Fifteen. Years <laughs> but if you look at Emmett, uh, he's <clears throat> popping some big numbers in there. You talk about a thousand yard season. He almost hit two thousand a couple times. He had eleven straight years of a thousand. On each end of that is a nine seventy five and a nine thirty seven. That, 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 that so almost on, thirteen straight years of a thousand. When I look at my checkbook, the only thing I see in my head is nine thirty seven. <laughs> That's what he came in here with. <laughs> uh, one, two, three. He re- led the league in rushing four years against Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders had four years rushing against him. They both had four years leading the league in rushing touchdowns. Though Emmett Blueberry out was of the water last with that. Was, uh, he play with the Cardinals. He still second all time. Yeah, he played. Who Emmett's first and first scored. all time? I thought it was Jerry Rice oh. was for some reason. Uh, Jerry may have the most total touchdowns uh, by few. What'd you say, Andre? What was about his last year? Say so we didn't even play with the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. Is that where that nine thirty seven come in? Yeah, that was nine thirty seven with the Cardinals. Okay, that should have been like fifteen hundred fields for the Cardinals then. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, be, be mad. That wouldn't be on my uh, checkbook. That was nine thirty seven with the, with the Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so back to Seahawks and Packers. Any other comments, suggestions, notes on that, guys? Uh, uh, well, nope. I just want to have y'all's opinion on. It. I thought it was interesting when when y'all was talking about it, he just passed. It's what happened. Made me think about him. Right. All-time touchdown. All right, uh, so that's it for that. All right, so let's take a – we're going to take a quick uh, break away from football before we get into the National Championship game predictions real quick. I got something what special for Zach. What Green Bay? That's what we were just talking about. I said, you got anything else? You said no. Oh, oh I thought you were talking about that. It was, no, it was Seattle Green Bay. <laughs> Y'all got anything else left for Se- Seattle I Green think, Bay? I think, you don't want to miss uh, – you don't want to miss the end of the game, do you? Game was pretty decisive. Where, uh, where uh, they they was trying to right. say that he was first down. He was down. definitely short of the, yeah. of the first short. down. Definitely and short. and I just between that and the Vikings push off, I don't understand if we're supposed to be reviewing review. <laughs> if we're not going to review, don't. That's I thought fine. they don't review within two minutes though. What are you talking about? Or no, it's they don't challenge within right. Two minutes. You, yeah, the coach can't challenge. Yeah, booze booze is supposed to automatically review everything. Right. Right. And then uh, if we're saying that, didn't didn't the Saints get uh, the shaft on both ends of the year? Last year and this year, yeah. then wouldn't it be they was on both ends of the spectrum? Mm-hmm. You know, they you know on defense and offense. I I don't understand 
the the spot on that call, and that I didn't go. I'm not gonna say it cost them the game or anything like that, but maybe Seattle shouldn't have punted on the series mm. before. Maybe on third and four you shouldn't give up a sack. Like, right. how is there not a slant available in third and four? Like the first thing you should do on third and four is one two is the slant there. Pop it if it's not, and if it's not, then drop back. He took three or four steps and then got hit. Like what do you? Do? I didn't even know what they were mm-hmm. doing on that. Um, but the he was obviously Graham was obviously tackled before the thirty five yard line. He needed to get to thirty six to get the first down, but he was tackled right on. I think he was tackled right almost on the first down marker. But they put the ball at the thirty four. That referee come in and put it past the thirty five yard right. line. And then they were reviewed. I thought well, for sure they're at least going to move the ball back <laughs> and then measure. They didn't even do anything. They're trying to get their bonus. <laughs> okay, you can't get your bonus fixing your mistake. I did notice something in that game, uh, how many seven-step drops that Rogers was taking. He's pretty deadly when he goes into a seven-step. He, you know, way mm-hmm. off the line. I was mm-hmm. surprised that when he went back, they was somebody was fixing to get burnt. Here's your all-time scoring leader, Zach. Jerry Rice is first, Emmett second. Thomas in third, Thomas. Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Marcus Allen, Marshall Falk, Chris Carter, Marvin, I didn't shoot anyone, Harrison, and Jim Brown. Terrell Owens on there, he's the one that always gets the, the bad with the stick. And he's, he was, he was well, always performed. Green Bay beat a diminished Seattle Seahawks team by only five points. Mm-hmm. Seattle couldn't even run the ball to save their life. <laughs> and they only lost by five. Points. In Green Bay. In yeah. Green Bay. And this is what I and I'm not you know, I'm not saying anything bad about the Packers. I'm trying to build up Seattle. Like okay. Russell Wilson. Quarterback is led him in rushing, and they lost. But he was running for his life. <laughs> it <laughs> really was. That, really that, was. that was that was sad. I, I, I mean Aaron Jones didn't even have that fantastic of a game other than the two touchdowns. Are you saying someone like needs a block, rushing. Andre? No. Are you saying he, somebody no, needs a block? It's a difference between, but his situation was he didn't know where he's going to go with that ball. Uh-huh. You can't sit back there that long. What what, what your offensive line supposed to do? No, there wasn't. There was this time when I saw they brought a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson. I think it was early in the first quarter, fourth quarter, <laughs> and Russell Wilson. To me, you know, as a if you're a quarterback and you've got you know that mental clock in your brain, yeah, you're counting you're... the seconds. You're like, okay, nobody's open, nobody's open. I was like, look, Russell, why have you not moved yet? The, the line is blocking for as long as they can. You've got so many lanes in front of you. You can use your legs and be dangerous. And then, obviously, he tried to go forward a little too late, and they sacked him for a loss. And here's the thing. They showed the replay, and I counted. And I got to five seconds, and I was like, okay, we, let's start moving. No. Yes. I went six, seven. Eight seconds. I understand you want to throw the ball and try and move it down the field, but after eight seconds, if nobody's open, you just got to take. And, really, and so, after five, and you somebody go. was open. Somebody was open every time. I was, I was looking at the screen, just watching it. Like it was a couple of times we scrambled. Lockett was already cutting. Metcalf was cutting. I only Zach. know what he was looking at back there. Listen, to these armchair quarterbacks. I'm crazy. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. There's a reason you shouldn't already threw that football. Nobody should have a ball in their hand that long. There's a difference between people being open and one being able to see. Two, well, he, he still got the ball in his hand. He should see something. <laughs> well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he needed maybe to he's sit looking there and at, throw just, the ball. Maybe he's look, he can't look at five people at once. Second of all, and I'll say this is the toughest thing about being quarterback and getting the ball off on someone when someone's open. When they get open, it doesn't always mean your feet can be set at the same time. That they're open. Well, you understand Russell, what I mean? Yeah, but so, Russell could do that. I know, but what I'm saying is that if you step back and go one, two, three, four, five, then throw it, 
almost every quarterback can do that. If you go one, two, three, four, five, and you go right two steps, left one step, back, and then at that point when you're backing up, it's like let's say he drops the ball and then the guy gets up. He's not, he can't throw the ball. It's just it's just sometimes it's bad timing on it. I'll give him that. Well, other well, times, I'm not, I'm not even saying he needed to throw the ball. I'm saying after five seconds, there's mm. no point in you still holding that football. Because the offensive line is just going to give up after a while. Somebody's going to slip through. If you don't want to just throw it away, Mm -hmm. as athletic as he is, at that five-second mark, he had so much room in front of him to just start stepping forward and go ahead and get maybe an extra five yards instead of taking a sack of one or two because he finally decided to run after eight seconds. I'm just saying, if nobody was open Mm -hmm. and your mental clock hit you at about five seconds, or you start to feel like I would have just moved. I would have stopped no, he, holding on to the what ball. What happened to Doug Baldwin? Long. He get, he broke his leg or something. He no, had, what he out the year? No, he's he's done. Yeah. Doug Baldwin is done. His because he has a life threatening injury. Yeah, like, he, he had like something. With his neck or something. Yeah, he had something happen to him. Yeah, that's why yeah, I was at. No, no. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, no, he he's not playing again, unfortunately. All right, we'll give her quick picks across the board, real quick for NFL. Before we get into <laughs> everything else, real quick, Andre Packers. In San Francisco next weekend. Santa Clara. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, discount double check. <laughs> <laughs> On the road, Andre picks the Packers. Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. Let me think about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's my I, deal breaker right there. Yeah, the I'm stick. I don't know if I want to go with Aaron Rodgers and his ability to do whatever he want to do versus that, that defense in San Francisco. 49ers favored by seven at home. Ooh. Tickets are only $357. Definitely not like planning? that line. I don't either. I'm going with Packers. Don't like San Francisco. Line. I'm going Packers. I'm taking the 49ers. I'm going to go with 49ers just because they're at home. Do they cover 49ers, guys? No. No. No, no way. <laughs> All right. No. no way. Titans and Chiefs. Titans. Kansas City. I'm gonna pick the Titans. Chiefs, yeah, I'm gonna tell you why. Chiefs favored by seven and a half. The only reason I'm picking Titans is because I'm at old school. I, that Chiefs being at home scares me. I, because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be warmer in San Francisco too. That's why I picked my uh, Packers. It's supposed to be. It doesn't say yet. <laughs> doesn't say the temperature. That, that high scoring offense scares me though. Man, it scares me. I'm telling you that blink what? of an eye, blink of an eye, yeah, they, I can, agree with they that. can put seven on the board. I'm gonna go with Titans because they got the momentum. That's why I'm, I'm I'm thinking the Titans are the are the ten and six Giants from back in the day. I want the Titans to win so I can sit here and laugh that Ryan Tannehill has the same number I'm, of playoff wins as Cam Newton. I'm taking the Titans because I think I think they're in gonna one be year in one season, same as the Giants were in that 2007. But I think it's gonna be Chiefs and 49. I think it's gonna. I put it this way, I think the NFL is gonna make it Chiefs and Packers. I think if the 49ers make it, they're going to beat the Chiefs in defense. Too. I do too. But the Chiefs look to me like the favorite to win it all. So I have, I'm not, and I want the Titans to win it of all four teams. Right. So I mean, I just made a case for all four teams and don't feel like picking any of them. <laughs> just letting you, you guys know. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's how it should be. It should be like that, though. Yeah. All four of these teams should be have a. And, and what we need to do, my son's seven. We need to, could get, too bad he wasn't here to say, Judah, which one of them you want to pick? And well, that's he what probably, we do with JP. <laughs> uh, we make him pick on the weekends. Yeah. He's just it, as good as a seven. Clue, you know? <laughs> we can call somebody. Yeah, we can call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you call Call Zion school and ask him to pick. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Who do you think going to win? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, that's our NFL news and, and coverage. The uh, Sunday, 3 o'clock and 6.40 are the games. 
And uh, we're going to move over into college football championship in just a second. However, since Zach is here, uh, Zach, we, 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 we got segments on the show. We do some fun things. Uh, I know you might have heard one or two starting lineup or, or something that like that. I missed that one. Was that the figures? We did the uh, – we talked. We did a starting line. We did a – Okay, so that wasn't uh, starting line. I seen it put in there, and I tried to go through to find out if you was doing a starting lineup figures the, the no 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 okay that's what that was the sponsor of the show i've got okay. sponsors, i've got them in here and that was going to be our, our our feature so we've done a braves seen mount rushmore one. seen that one we've done who else have we done mount rushmore we've done tar hills football we didn't do tar hills basketball mount rushmore, did but we did starting lineups for hornets, hornets. yeah and we did we starting, did lineups, starting for hornets lineups for hornets and, and tar hills and yep. unc now the main thing i want to get zach to now we can do another one if we want to we can do panthers if we want but the main one I want Zach to do with is the wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Mount Rushmore. Now, Zach, I'm going to uh, write mine yeah, down. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Now, remember, we, we've also we've, we've built another mountain here at KTC. Mm-hmm. It's called Mount Pass Less. What is it? Mount Pass Less. Pass. Right. Mount Deal, Pass Less. What? Mount Rushmore is the four best ones. Right. Mount Pass Less is the worst. Is the second four. Oh, okay. The B team. The JV team. We want to call it Mount JV. <laughs> Mount JV. So I'm going Mount Paylet. I did. Pass less. I did one time though. Ask him what would be the worst. You know, like they were doing the the best starting lineup for the Hornets. <laughs> I was like, well, what would be the worst? Okay, what's the Mount uh, not Rushmore? The worst starting lineup for the Hornets would be MKG, Gerald Wallace, Primo Brzezak, and Mozgov. Because I can beat them all at horse. If I can beat you at horse, you're going on the you're going on the losers <laughs> on the losers mountain. All right, Zach, Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Mm-hmm. I've got my four. Mm-hmm. I think those four probably there may be one you could argue with, mm-hmm. but I don't know who I would put in that fourth spot if we do move him. Right. So I'm going to name my four. You, you thinking about it right now, right? I've got four. In my I'm going to name the four that I think. Now this is the greatest wrestlers of all. Not. He's the most popular. He was the best wrestler. He did this. The great, you know, the four most popular, greatest. If you're thinking wrestling, these are the four I'm thinking about more than anything. Right. It's going to be some of the youth folks aren't going to be in it, but right, right. I've, I've got to put them down further down the line. I need a pen. You're good. Ric Flair. Yep. That's definitely there. Hulk Hogan. Yep. Definitely there. All right. So there's you two that I think people be are going to put. And we're going to have another four after that, you say? Yeah, we're going to do the second four. And Mount, that, that's Mount still Pass good. Lex. That's not like crappy wrestling. No, that's right. the next four best wrestlers. The honorable mentions. Okay. <sighs> These two I think people can argue with, but I think Zach won't. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Number three on the list, Andre the Giant. Is that a yes on Mount Rushmore? He's on the, the first two. He's in one of the mountains. Absolutely. Because okay. I've got four, but I, I'm, I'm, I, the eight I could put on easy. The my put them four would right. be tough. My fourth one on this, on Mount Rushmore, is The Undertaker. He's he's He might be top two. Okay. That's the one I was worried that people might take off. No. No way. Okay. But, but, not possible. But on all these, this stuff's scripted, right? <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. So if I come longer. in, if I come in tonight to work and they say I'm supposed yes. to win tonight, and they say tomorrow I'm gonna win again, and then winning, win again, and then win again. Winning and losing is scripted. Getting over with the fans is not. And for Taker to get that 
gimmick from Vince McMahon, you give it to anybody else, he would have been like Ron Simmons when he got the, uh, they brought him out as the, uh, um, they, the t- they, they just messed Ron Simmons all up, put the blue blue helmet <laughs> so on his head. So they're just selling uh, magic beans to the whole uh, he, uh, Taker took that that and he made it. Nobody else could have made that. Um, and when, uh, well, Andre don't think NASCAR is a, is a sport either. So, you know, you can just get his, poo- you can get his poo-poo. That's debatable. debatable. I, I like, it's very yeah. debatable. Right. Very, I, I, I agree. I would take that. NASCAR drivers, drivers do more. And have more physical things happen to them in their game than almost any other sport. Football might be the only thing you could argue. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going down with my people now. All right, Zach, I'm going to say pay less. Let's do the pass less. That's the, let's do the, let's do the second mountain. Okay. I'm trying to get my eight, so I got. I want to get my eight down. <laughs> what you put? Kyle Sanderson. Carl Sanderson. Who's that? NCAA. Oh, that's your greatest wrestler of all time? Yeah. Oh, Yo, you're taking real wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you're taking real wrestling. Well, Hunter, I know, is on his top four is going to have the dude from Bandy's. Oh, <laughs> uh, Braun. Right. Uh, Braun. Can't forget this one. And some of this is going to go into personal Right. Opinion. Now, Zach, Zach, my next four. See what you... All right. Then I'm going to let you, after I say mine, you say your piece. You know more about it than I do for the most part. My next four. Mm-hmm. The Rock. Stone Cold. Sting mm-hmm. and Goldberg. Who am I missing off my two mountains? Dusty Rhodes. I wouldn't have him on there. Only I understand what you're saying, but but uh, just because I, of I think some was, of the newer guys have surpassed him, like Rock Austin and all that. Drawing, drawing. I understand. I understand all that, but he was a, like a mastermind. But he, that's why we have war games. Some of the stuff that he came up with, I'm putting him on there based on his his thinking mentality on on building. Mm-hmm. He was the Booker. Who's mm-hmm. gonna be your fourth one on the on the main one? The main one besides is, uh, the Jack, uh, besides uh, Andre. Who is the uh, who I had Flair, in? Hogan, Taker, and, and and Andre and Stone Cold could go either way with me because Stone Cold was so big on his drawing power. I, I kind of you want him, a Stone Cold stunner right now? <laughs> I, you know, right? And, and, but I would throw him down a little bit because of his stunning Steve error when he was just not the draw. <laughs> yeah, that gotta hurt him. The stunt. Stunning Steve Austin with the Hollywood Blondes back with Brian Pillman. <laughs> Him uh, and Mr. Perfect. My four, my, my four on the other side would be Dusty Rhodes, and mm-hmm. I would put The Rock on there. Drawing power was amazing. I'd put Stone Cold, and I would put Sting up there. I think Sting lost a lot of what he could have been if he would have went to WWE. So, you, so you've yeah. got, basically, we got the same seven of eight, except you've got, got Dusty in. Dusty you instead somebody of Goldberg. I Goldberg. I wouldn't put Goldberg. I'm Dusty. not even a big fan of Goldberg. I just put him in because th- I've seen a lot of yeah. lists lately that everyone have him listed on there. You so, can't do. You can't not use him because of uh, what he brought. Horrible wrestler. That's not what safe, I'm saying. Not I had, safe I with had everybody. Three, I had three on mine out of your four. Who'd really? you have? I had eight Rick, total. I had Ric Flair, Stone Cold. Oh, I didn't do the B team. I just did okay. the first one. Ric Flair, Stone Cold. Undertaker, and I'd put Triple H. Uh, and, and you talk about the Andre thing. The younger generation ain't gonna understand that. Andre did not lose. Did we? We understand that until he lost to Hulk Hogan. Does everybody know that? <laughs> In WrestleMania three, he had never lost. Mm-hmm. He lost to Hogan. But I mean, yeah, he's laughing because he knows it. But in real life, who's gonna? Who's gonna? Uh, there's a story about who would have beat him. There's a story that goes out, and there's multiple stories about Andre, but there's one story that goes out that said that Black Jack Mulligan, which is Barry Windham's father, and who's the guy that's wrestling today, that uh, Bray Wyatt's grandfather, he's a big guy, 
and, and another guy that was with them back in the day that was one of those, you know, redneck style guys. They were big guys, and they made Andre mad. He, he, he palmed both their heads and took them out and about drowned them in the beach. <laughs> they couldn't do anything with him. My favorites is the ones where, he, where he'll drink a yes. case of beer on the way to a show. Yeah, and uh, not, not, not like, hey, folks, I said a case. Yes. Not a six pack. The, the limo drivers would it talk was, about picking him up. He would have a case of beer set down, and by the time they got to the arena, done. Okay. Hogan in his book said he would just. Hogan said he saw him saw, saw him drink 107 and never stumble. Said that he was his. Uh, he would call him boss. He called Hogan boss. He wasn't. He he was just what he called him. He would sit in front of him and he said when he wanted to have a bathroom break, he'd hit Hogan up the backside of the head on the bus and tell him, "Okay, boss, you know bathroom break." And Hogan have to go up there and tell him what to do. So Hogan was scared to death to do that WrestleMania match with him because you didn't know if Andre was going to lay down for you or not. He'd never done it. He did it. He did it. Actually, he wasn't drunk, Andre. Those are like waters to him. I think about him, dude. Just he was hydrated. That's he why, said that's why he, had he was fully hydrated. And Hogan's autobiography. Well, he couldn't drive a car. He was huge. <laughs> <laughs> he said when uh, he said he was miserable his whole life. He said anywhere he would go, especially Japan, everything was smaller over there. He said he was miserable. He said, but he loved French food because Andre, I believe, was French. He was French. Yeah, he's from France. And he said they would go to a restaurant. He'd order one of everything on the menu, and they'd sit there for eight hours until he finished it. Well, that's the problem right there. Everybody <laughs> gonna sit there and stare at you. Andre seven four. <laughs> Five yeah. twenty. And order everything off the menu. Seven four. I'm gonna peek around the corner and see who ordered. Five twenty. <laughs> and then when you do, you're gonna be like, all right, he can have whatever he wants. <laughs> so seven and, four um, five twenty. And to go back, I know you mentioned that to go back to Undertaker. Um, there would be on some list. I think some people would put him at one. What do you put? Uh, how how much of it? None of us mentioned, and I I, I thought about it on the second, folks. Is uh, is the Macho Man? I love Macho Man because when you talk draw, you have to talk mm-hmm. him. I love Macho Man, and and and, and you know, you, the reason I didn't put him on there and a second guy that I love is Ricky Steamboat, um, because he was a great wrestler. He just did not draw as much. Um, Macho Man's uh, at least top fifteen because then you start throwing in some great tag teams. How about how about one of the most underrated? I got one for you, Zach. The Great Muda. Great Muda. Well, uh, personally, in my opinion, he's he you know he still owns a, a wrestling promotion overseas. Um, personally, he's one of my favorites because of the stuff he did with Sting um, and, and the Green. So Smith. you guys have seen um, Longest Yard, right? You know the Great Khali's yeah. in that movie, right? The big man. He's seven one, three fifty. Yeah. Andre would have dwarfed. Andre him. is seven four five forty. He's way bigger than that dude. Then the longest yard, the ping pong guy, you folks were watching, was the one playing ping pong with Adam Sandler, and he about beat himself looking at him. It's 71347, and, and Andre's got 200 pounds and three inches on him. I agree. <laughs> it's um, and then with Sting, you know, you throw Sting up there, but Sting kind of uh, lost some stuff for just staying in WCW his whole life, I think. Is that fair to him? Is he not all around better than uh, most of them? Like if if you can, took this list, like can Hogan get on the top ropes and do the stuff Sting can? No, that, uh, Flair has said this multiple times. Flair said if Sting would have went to WWF, nobody even remember Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, Flair says all kind of crazy. Well, stuff. Hogan was about done by the time he, he was. Went Hogan back uh, to WWF. They had a they had a steroid um, 
controversy, and, and he got through under the bus in the steroid controversy. And then he slimmed down. He did um, Thunder and Paradise TV shows, and then they paid him humongous money. So you to can't come do to steroids in wrestling. At that time, the, the the federal government was coming down on them. They were doing them massively, and they got in some major Breaking trouble. And Vince McMahon threw them under the bus. Jump off a ladder. Government. Government. Um, I will look at. I will look at Sting. Uh, <laughs> there was no rule that they couldn't take steroids. The rule was that it was a federal law yeah. that you're not supposed to have them. And they started <laughs> sniffing around <laughs> yeah, a little bit. With them. Like, oh, there was no. No, I you mean, shouldn't take them, buddy. I mean, you could go watch some of these guys that would come here. <laughs> barbarian. Illegal. Barbarian Illegal and warlord. warrior. <laughs> War, yeah, warlord. And barbar- I mean, they, they were just swole. I mean, but, uh, I, I would say Sting. Lex Luger. Lex Luger is not liked at all by a lot of the wrestling Anybody. insiders. Right. Uh, I liked Lex. Uh, if I was going to pick off this list my two favorites, Flair and Sting, and then Taker's third, on, on personal favorites. Now, if you would go tag team stuff, I love Rock and Roll Express, and I still do. Sting's, um, Sting's my favorite. Rock's my favorite on the mic. Uh, I, I, it's kind of hard to disagree with that one, mm-hmm. I would think. Um, a lot of them are pretty good on the mic. Rock's just awesome on the mic. Just, just, it, and he'll just, tell you he learned a lot from Dusty uh, with, with that because Dusty was uh, <laughs> the polka dot Dusty in his when Rock was young. All right, national championship game. Had a little fun of Zach yep. in our in our in our wrestling Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what he thought about that. I, I thought we would have close to the same four. Uh, I had Andre the Giant. He had maybe Stone Cold and uh, I had Andre still on one. Oh, you had yeah. uh, so the one that we did was Dusty on and Goldberg. Dusty oh, Goldberg. so you're leaving. So no, this you do have top the same four. Flair, Hogan, Taker, Andre. Okay. So uh, we do have the same top four. Uh, and then you're going Rhodes instead of Goldberg on the next mm-hmm. three. So we got the same things that Rhodes and Goldberg. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably, if I was going to take Goldberg off, I honestly would probably put Macho Man there instead of Dusty. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't disagree with that. I'm putting Dusty in because of his creative right. ideas. That's I, the I totally reason understand. I did that. Um, all right. Now's championship game. Yep. Clemson, yep, versus LSU. Ooh. Before we start, I'm gonna go ahead and get the joke out of the way. I'm picking the Tigers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, what the rest of y'all do is up to y'all. Uh, one, you know, in college and NFL, they pick their champions different. If the NFL was like college, Tennessee wouldn't be in playing this weekend. Is this the two top teams in the league, two top quarterbacks as well, which we almost never have in yeah. in college football? Is the actual yes. best quarterbacks actually playing each other? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I think they are. As of right now, yes. Uh, I know they don't both come out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Lawrence has to stay one more year. Uh, Joe Burrow is eligible to come out after this year. He's gone. Um, yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't go. Everybody's screaming number one pick, but what I was getting that with those two, if they both could come out at the same time, absolutely, uh, they would be fighting, fighting for the number one spot. I think Trevor Lawrence would be over him just by a hair, but as of right now, the blazing hot arm in college football is Joe Burrow, and he's the hot topic and the hot commodity coming out, so I, I think it would be a fight the number one overall pick. Who does have the number one overall pick this year? This is Cincinnati. The Bengals. Well, they definitely needed. Well, they got the, you know, it's funny that uh, Andy Dalton, I think, come out the same as Cam. You don't want me to get in on that one. No, we, we'll don't, have, later. <laughs> we don't have time. But, uh, we don't have time. He's got more wins than Cam. Overall He had wins. five winning seasons. Cam had three. Same draft. Mm. Y'all could have had Von Miller and Andy Dalton. I'd love to have Von Miller. <laughs> what about Von Miller on the defense with Keekley there? I love Von Miller. 
I, uh, so Clemson is favored. I mean, LSU's favored by five and a half. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Andre, you got any comments on that or, or, or feelings on that? I mean, it, we got some local players here on the Clemson yeah, Tigers team. We got some Chris I, Chargers out there. Yeah, all them local players. I wish y'all luck, but uh, I'm going with LSU. LSU doesn't care about the local yep. players. Yep, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, it's great that you made it this far. Uh, it's great that you were able to play at the college level. But as of right now, LSU is the better team. The problem is, I don't like the five and a half point line. I can see this game being a lot like the Clemson Ohio State game, um, just not where Clemson makes the comeback. I just could see it ending close. I could see it being a three point anywhere between a one to a three point game. Uh, I don't necessarily see this being a blowout just because Clemson, for as much flack as I've given them this year for not playing anybody, they still have Dabo Swinney as their head coach. I'll go back to the Carolina game with Clemson, and that scares the, the devil out of me. So I'm, I'm thinking LSU is going to be a two-touchdown Two-touchdown. Matchup predictor for I love it. I yeah. love it if LSU came out and won by a touchdown. And, and I want Clemson to win. I will say that. Clemson, the, the, the matchup predictor, ESPN matchup predictor, is 56% for Clemson. Wow. And now, now, how do they do that? Do we know? I, I don't know. Is it, I was wondering if it was I fans, just, I just is what I was wondering. Uh, if, it's or a matchup predictor. They may have. According to ESPN's Football Power Index. Do you know what that means? No. No idea. I don't need it. It's Count some like sort war. of algorithm they have. <laughs> Here's the thing. Probably like war. It's, a, it's an app. Yeah. It's Points like. per game. LSU's get, getting 49, giving up 21. Clemson's getting 45, giving up 10. That's Well, the, the, the competition no. goes Compensate. into that, though. Don't look at that at all. Clemson has played <laughs> ACC right. opponents. LSU has played SEC yeah. opponents and some of the best teams in the Big 12. Now, now I didn't think Clemson get past Ohio State, so throw that out, too. LSU gave up 28 points to Oklahoma. That's Oklahoma 28 points. They did give up 28 points. Clemson won with 29 in the last game. <laughs> and looking on this Mississippi game. <laughs> LSU <it's> scored 63. <laughs> Shut up, Hunter. Deshaun Watson would have beat six teams yesterday. this week. Joe, Joe Burrow himself. <laughs> he beat the one that choked. Burrow, uh, Burrow throw seven in the first half. Yeah, yeah seven yeah. in the yeah. first half. And then you go into the draft with that, you know, you got to run a quarterback half half, and then you got the the passing quarterback too. So. Well, Lawrence won't come out until next year. With that said, Andre, if you're Trevor Lawrence, would you play college football next year? No, I agree. I wouldn't either. I, would I agree. Hundred percent. It even never, goes back to the Tua thing. I I, just, I agree yeah, with him. I go. never forgo my whole. Uh, <laughs> My whole four years. It's not like the if team. They, if they scenario. told you right now, you like that, like right now, Trevor Lawrence, you're gonna be number one pick next year, mm-hmm. whether you play a game or not. Would you go out there and play twelve football games at not, quarterback? Not unless Dabo say y'all they allow me to get paid next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna happen. You're not gonna pay me in college. I agree. If Dabo's gonna bring off that, half at nine million a year, that man. has been a topic of conversation. Yeah, is if Trevor Lawrence should even attempt to play college football next year if they win. Now, if they lose and he just wants to try and get Clemson back to win a national, he's already got one. Don't he? That's right. on him. Man. Yeah, and right now I think I he's twenty. He's twenty something and zero. Oh, <laughs> twenty six and zero. Like Thank he hasn't lost at all. I think uh, Washington's got the second pick. They do. So we got the second. Um, pick. That would throw in. I don't think he would go one over Burrow. No, he can't go this year. I mean, if he he can't go at all. He can't, so he can't even declare. No. So he's, he's, a, he's a, sophomore. a sophomore. So what I'm saying is that next year, oh, I understand. he can't God, declare. That's tough. But he's already going to be the number one pick. That's Should tough. he even play a game next year? 
Like, why would you not? Honestly, like, we're, you're supposed to be getting mm. prepared in your life for, for your future job. If he wants to play in the NFL, they're already telling you you're going to be a number one pick. Wouldn't it be better to just hire an agent and throw? Joe Burrow, <laughs> 5,208 yards, 55 touchdowns, college. So that would be tough if he could if if Lawrence could even come out this year. I don't think he would. I don't think he would. And I don't even Burrow. know if he'd get number two because Chase Young. That's exactly yeah, and I don't think I think Washington's taking Chase Young regardless. Uh, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, you know what I, I I think about sitting out. I think uh, I think about it. Clowney played the year everybody was talking about. Maybe he should sit out. And he Did he get hurt? Went number one. Uh, no, he, he didn't, didn't get hurt that year. He did not get hurt, but he you're, playing, hurt but you're playing with fire. The difference between Clowney and the quarterback is the quarterback is standing still mm-hmm. with 11 people trying to hit hurt him. him. Yeah, not yeah. just hit him, they're trying to hurt him. Yeah. They are. <laughs> right. trying to hug him. Now, when Clowney's out there, only <laughs> right. one or two guys <laughs> trying are trying him. to hit or hurt Clowney, right. So th- there's a uh, the position thing is different. The running backs, if I was a running back, I'd almost play. I'd go. I'd go to college for two years, get my two year associate degree, and then work out. I'm trying yeah. to figure out how tall, how tall Trevor Lawrence would actually. He's work. six six. Think he's about six, if you was a running guy. back. Let's think about this. Mm-hmm. You're in high school, and instead of like say Claret or whoever mm-hmm. wasting two or three hundred carries a year on him, like Zeke Elliott, mm-hmm. three hundred carries in a, a college. Wouldn't it be better for Zeke, or not necessarily? He was drafted fourth to not play your senior season, take steroids for six months. Pump it up, work out, and then get off the steroids, and then go to the NFL draft. No, nobody takes know. that advice, Zach. But wouldn't that be the best for your job? You talking about major money? <laughs> if you get hurt, I, I'm not playing. Hey, it's so much money. There's it's a lot. It's of a money. big difference between one and two. Who was drafted this year? Bosa. One. No. Was one. Bosa not one? No. Who went one? Kyler, Quarterback. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray went one. Bosa Kyler went two. One. Then that. Then Daniel. Mm-hmm. The Giants. He went like six. He yeah, went six. six. We were talking about the money. The reason uh, Murray was leaning towards NFL now instead of baseball is well, well, million dollar difference. You get twenty. He got twenty three million signing bonus. He was probably getting a million dollar signing bonus for baseball. In baseball, and in, here's what happens in baseball: once you sign with that team, they control you for eight years, pretty much. Like Pujols did not get paid until it was about eighth year. It's insane the baseball arbitration. So. He, well, he can do it, and he's smart, and he did it. He can play football for four or five years, make $100 million, and if he sucks at football, then go play baseball, and then they can control his contract. But he's already got his money. so that, And that's what I kind of want to get out with the Lawrence and these running backs. Like, come out, get your money. And if you want to go back to school, you can afford to pay for no. community college. One thing I did like wherever that, you go. the right. NFL has done is they have drawn back some of their payouts on the first-year guys, though. They have right. They did that because of how many guys would just go broke. Yeah. They would get all that money, not know what to do with it, and just go broke. Oh, and yeah. Sam Bradford got hurt something million, and yeah. he's horrible. <laughs> Trying to save that. Uh, he? So he's only got four years, thirty-five million, or option for a fifth. So, so yeah, I can see that. It's gonna be. I think this is gonna be a really good game. Again, whichever tiger you win, if you just say or tiger you pick, your tiger's gonna come out in the end. Um, but to me, I think it's gonna be the guy, the boys in gold and yellow or gold and purple. Andre, you, you <laughs> like yellow. any college football teams? Oh yeah, I watch I watch a lot of college football. I'm still a Tar Heel fan. Mm-hmm. We should be coming around in a couple of years. Hopefully, if we can get some drafting in. Um, so. I love all, all levels of football. I got a favorite. Yeah, 
I know we know Kevin's is at App State, and then they have done Dang very right. well in Division One. Dang, very right. well. So, hey, Appalachian State Zach has won the same number of SEC championships as eight of the <laughs> SEC teams since 1979. <laughs> Think about that. Eight of the 14 SEC teams mm-hmm. have not won a championship since 1979. Neither has App. So App belongs in the SEC. That's the, that's the analytic stuff. You can just twist it however you want. I know. It's fun, ain't it? Like, watch <laughs> yeah, this. Right. True, false. Zach, you ready? Cam didn't do it. If Chaz Surratt and Sage Surratt were the Tar Heels point guard and shooting guard, they would win the same number of national championships this year. <laughs> True, false. If the Surratts were point guard and shooting guard, right. Carolina would win the same number of national championships this year as they are going to. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to figure out what. Yeah, I was <laughs> gauging a question in my head. Yeah. yeah. We're horrible this year. Bad. Uh, yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Bad. Just bad. Don't know how much better we'd be with Cole Anthony either. I mean, obviously not too much. Roy says it's the worst team he's yeah. ever had, and he don't blame himself. We got like, who else of... is he supposed to blame? He said he finally did say fire me, which I, I, uh, I blamed, agree with. He blamed <laughs> himself. He blamed himself with the loss to Clemson. Right. He said I let the boy. I let the team down. Like well, you've been letting a bunch of fans down this year too. <laughs> we have a lot of wing players that can't shoot. Yeah, we got some weak. Weak Tarios forwards and centers. Tarios have I mean, this, weak. Tarios has the same roster the Hornets do. It's just they're not getting paid. Exactly right. <laughs> I mean, they do. It's just I hung not. my head going into church because one of the guys that's in my Sunday school class is a huge Clemson fan. Only on football side, but he was grinning. Only on the football side. Uh, <coughs> Carl that's Bean, funny. That's my buddy funny. Carl. He's. I told him I said I hope y'all get beat by like forty today. <laughs> well, so. well, Zach, do you got any uh, real quick comments on Hunter's uh, Braves Mount Rushmore? Uh, refresh me again. Uh, I know Chipper was on there, and it was uh, the coach, Bobby Cox. Well, that was our question. We, our, our, I had Hank Aaron, Greg Maddox, Aaron. and Chipper, and Andrew was my other one, but I asked, do you have to put the do you put the coach on there or not? If, and that was the question. I Does think Bobby Cox go de- or not? Debatable with, with, with what he did. Uh, you want to put him on there? It's kind of like my dusty pick uh, mm-hmm. for what he put into it. If if not. If it's just players, if you is just anyone over players, Andrew Jones? I love John Smoltz. I love John in the four spot. And, John Smoltz is my favorite Braves pitcher of all time. And and I, and you know what? I love Glavin. They had a awesome pitching thing. They you can't throw great, Chipper off. They had a great I like Andrew Jones. Up. I don't think Andrew Jones had enough longevity to put him on there. That's my opinion. He won, so Aaron, he won a bunch of gold gloves. He did. He's he was really good. Uh I liked and I would never put him on there. I would like David Justin. I like Ron Gant. Mm-hmm. Um but Andrew's on there, Hank Aaron's on there, Dale Murphy. 87, 86 time. Hey, I mean, Terry Pendleton won the MVP. I know. The year <laughs> after he came from the Cardinals, he could, was a hitting machine. I love you, Terry Pendleton. I'm telling you, it's tough if you have to keep Bobby. Uh, if you have to keep Bobby on there. But I, wouldn't me, keep Bobby I, I think it's easy if you keep Bobby because then it's Hank, Hank, Maddox, and Chipper. The only reason no, I wouldn't keep Bobby on there is because the it was three pitch. I had. It was, because of, it was because of uh, he's a coach. That's the only reason I wouldn't. So uh, if, we, if we just said no coach, no coach, I would put Smoltz on there. John Smoltz. I I'm not would. upset with it. I'm not upset with it. Because I mine, like him. Mine were the exact. I had Andrew Jones questioning questioning on there too. Yeah, so. I watched the I watched the episode and uh, yeah, he Hank Aaron is not coming off. Hank's not coming off. Chipper's, Chipper's not, not coming, coming off. off. Maddox, Maddox is not coming off. 
coming off. Those so you are three got staples. Two other people. And the two I would put in conjunction well, would really be only one. Bolts and then Glavin. We should have never won just one championship. No. If, no. Should have never. If, if Maddox, Maddox wouldn't be drafted today. Because the analytics, guys. Because you got the, the K-Zone. Yeah. You can't give him six inches right. off the plate because it's on T. Every pitch is on TV now in a K-Zone. Right. And he's only throwing 95. Or ninety to ninety five, ninety three. Yeah, yeah. He's and now you've got to throw ninety five to hundred to get to get on the mound, and you have to throw strikes in the in the K zone. So I'm not sure. Now, you can would. make the argument that Smoltz could be on there, but Smoltz would Maddox. because Smoltz threw Smoltz. that because of that reason right there. There's a reason why they have Smoltz on TV. They like to hear him because he's smart. <laughs> I like smart. Smoltz. I like. I, I like actually like Smoltz better than I do uh, 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 Maddox. Maddox. Yeah. Um, I, I think Maddox brung better. I think he. I think he won more just because Tom of that. All right, so Andre went LSU. LSU. LSU across the board. Anybody picking Clemson? I, I can't pick Clemson. I'll pick them then. Take him. I did take him this Saturday actually, because everyone else was picking LSU too. I like picking against the grain here, because I don't know that much. Just because if we're I wrong, picked him, then he's right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I picked it. Clemson forty-one thirty-five in overtime. JP picked Clemson twenty-one to eleven. You know something? <laughs> it's always going to be a high score in college. I don't. I, you have to go back and look at some of the old stats to see a low scoring. Yeah, high, I, would, uh, I wouldn't assume game. a low. I mean, do you, I mean, would y'all at all? I mean, I don't see how you can. Not with the the way that everything's called today. You just don't have low scoring games anymore. Right. For the most part, it's yeah. amazing that we had a low scoring uh, NFL Super Bowl last year. Zach, true or false? If Chas Surratt was the quarterback <clears> of the Carolina Panthers. They would have the same number of Super Bowls now than they do now. Yeah, that's probably true. Hey, I love true false. We'll put him in and Keekly spot on the <laughs> linebacker. I love true false. If I, but now the other day I asked if uh, if Jawan if he was the quarterback for who? Carolina. The Panthers would they still have the same record? He said no because he can throw it. They had one one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard that one or not. I did not hear that one. <laughs> That wasn't the answer I was expecting. Sometimes when I listen, I'll be riding into work, and it'll be like an hour. I don't get to hear the two and a half sometimes. That's why I was asking you all about the starting lineup question. All right, Zach, while you're sitting here, will Cam be the Panthers quarterback next season? Not what you think, what you want. What I want or what I think. What do you think think? that David Tepper and the new ownership is going to do? I think they'll trade him. That's what I want, and that's that's what I think because his value um, if he comes out and he's he's hurt again, you're not getting nothing for him. If you trade him now, you're going to get draft picks. And this guy, I think when somebody comes in, Tepper and the new coach, I don't care if it's Cam or anybody else, unless mm-hmm. you've got Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Joe Montana, mm-hmm. they're not changing. They're, they're they want their people in. They want right. their style in. And I don't know if we're going to – I don't even know what Baylor ran, uh, what kind of style we're going to run. So you're one of the first Panther fans that I've heard say exactly what I've been saying is that with the money – what Cam's worth right now. Right. You have a new owner, a new coach. Right. None of those are married to Cam. Right. I Does think Matt Rule want to put his first NFL job on the line over Cam Newton's health? Right, because he's got a foot injury. Right. So does does Rule say, basically Rule has to say, you know what, I'm going to give this guy two years. Either he's got to, if he, don't he have to be like in love with him? Mm-hmm. To say, I want yes. this job, and I want Cam Newton to be on court. It would have to be the, what I said, John Elway. The signs that, that that scare me of why they are going to get rid of him and why they're not going to deal with him is that they haven't said they're keeping him yet. 
Right. Wouldn't that have been like the first couple things that Matt Rule would say? I love Cam Newton. We're keeping him. He's the MVP. We're going on. We're moving on. They would have done said that if they're keeping him. Like what you just said. If they trade him right now is the most value yes. they'll ever get. And that's why I want I want to do it. Because if he plays well, you're going to keep him. You're yes. not going to trade him. If he plays bad, then you lose all your value. Yep. And so, I think it's time with, with everything they did. Who would ever said they would got Ron, rid of Ron Rivera when they got rid of Ron Rivera? Right. Because he was well-beloved, and this guy that came in uh, is wanting to start his own. I, I, you have to think about that on, on everything you think about, your, what you're just saying right there, Zach. It's his own thing. Yeah. It's Tepper's money. Cam's not Tepper's quarterback. Ron Rivera wasn't Tepper's yep. uh, coach. He moved on. He moved on during the season from Ron. Does it, so does that tell you that right. mm. they're kind ready to move on? A little disrespectful you know, way to go, even with McCarthy. But and one thing I will say, too, not even to throw with Cam, uh, I wish they'd move on from Matt, uh, Marty Herney. That's the big thing a lot of Panther fans are saying is, is that why does Marty Herney still have his yeah. job? Now, Andre, we'll switch over to that. Who's the Bucks quarterback next year? Who is it and who do you want it to be? Let me, let me put them, ask you both of them. I'd rather have an answer for you for that. Either one of them. I'll say about I, I could deal with James again. Who do you want? Like, if you had a choice of all the people that might be available, want, you got Brady, Philip Rivers. Um, yeah, who is the free agent quarterback? Who else is going to be available, Hunter? Do you Would want? you rather have – yeah, I probably already know this. Would you rather have James Wilson or Cam? Uh, I, I don't have no problem with James. Right. If we can get him down about 10 interceptions. Well, that's 10 problems. Uh, <laughs> that's 20 problems. He'd be 30. <laughs> that's all we need. If we can just get him down just 10, he's he gives us a chance to win. Mm-hmm. That that interception problem, that's a terrible I thought he just wanted to set a record. <laughs> Y'all say, regardless, your name going to be in the book. We could always get an awesome soundbite out of Andre every day. He's going to be great. Record. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm going to keep that. Everybody want their name in the book, though. So, For something. So, For something. so we got Redskin, yeah. Buck, right. Cleveland, Panther. And the, and, and the me and him was Dallas fans and the, back in the day, the but we just give the, up on those. The guys. Browns are the only one of those teams that knows who their quarterback will be next year. No, we know who our quarterback will be. You think? It's Dwayne. What about bad? All the teams at this table right now, my team looks best. Though. Where is Teddy Bridgewater going to be? Your quarterback threw thirty interceptions. I like your coach. <laughs> he led the league in passing. <laughs> I like your coach. Ball. I will say that. I like your coach. I like. Our what coach. about Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater's going to he's going to be available. Philip Rivers is going to be available. Does Eli move on? No. Where does Jameis go? Does Tannehill resign? I thought they gave him a nah, they an extension. Yeah. I thought they gave him an extension. So who who all's on it? Jameis is is he a free agent? I don't think. Yeah, Jameis is a free He's, agent. He will not. I just don't believe they'll. I don't know. Jameis doesn't seem to free, like him. All these guys are free agents. All uh, they got to do with Jameis Brady is Prescott, him a franchise. Dak's gonna be in there <laughs> now. Somebody had rumored that Brady was gonna be in Cowboys. That's what uh, Terrell Owens is is. Is pushing for that. Uh, you think you the, think Brady can do two more years? Ryan Tannehill no. has thrown for seventy-eight that. and eighty-eight yards, Zach, and won two playoff games. No, he beat the MVP and Tom Brady with seventy-eight and eighty-eight yards. I'm any on. quarter Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl. You always put any quarterback in there as long as they don't turn it over. Mm. I want to see the Cowboys. This they they have amazing talent. I want to see them with somebody that can run the football team. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm just reading about the, the future of the NFL right here. No. Nah. Huh? There it is. 
the future great best quarterback in the NFL, Tom Flacco, led the national team to a 35-7 victory over the American team. He only threw for 173 yards, two touchdowns. (laughs) He went to Townsend uh, University. Y'all ever heard of that? (laughs) Now, remember, Joe went to Delaware. Was that Mm -hmm. his son or something? That's his his brother. brother. (laughs) Wow, he must be 20 years older. That's a lot of years apart, is it not? I'm starting to think about that. How many years are those apart? Uh, Well, I could come out, what, 08? He played against Armani in 2003. Wow. <laughs> or two. I didn't think Armani was that long ago. Is there a 2002 or three? It's been 15 years since Flacco. Now he's got a brother coming in the NFL. That's, that's a long time between mm. births, right? Mm. All right. Any other thoughts and things we got to do today? Cover no. anything else? Have we covered? We've covered NFL playoffs. We covered can, college football. We talked a little NBA at the beginning. A little NBA Hornets at the beginning. We also went over the... Uh, we had Zach confirm the Braves, uh, Mount Rushmore. He gave us the wrestling Mount Rushmore. Um, any you you want to make a comment on any of the Hornets or Tar Heels Me? starting lineups? Uh, Bad man. Uh, he, I know uh, I was watching y'all do the Hornets one, and I know how Andre made his picks, and then he had left out Glenn Rice. I remember that. Uh, he put him back on real quick. So I, and and and. and not to even knock that, because I had forgot about Glenn Rice when I was writing mine down. The goat. Uh, and I would agree with what Kevin had said <laughs> about Kendall Gill, but uh, I will bring up Baron Davis. Like, I agree with him. Uh, super dynamic player. Uh, Well-likable guy on the, the court way he played. I like that. I like Baron Davis. Uh, Tar Heels. You can Mount Rushmore that all day long. If anybody you want to put I loved Stackhouse and Rasheed. That was still my favorites. Uh, I wasn't the the greatest big fans of Jameson and um, um, help me out here Carter. Yes, uh, no, I loved Carter. Jameson, well, I wasn't the biggest fan of Jamesons, um, but uh, I did like Stackhouse and Rasheed. And, and we got to go everywhere when we were kids. We actually got to see Stackhouse play uh, in high school with, for Oak Hill and against Ashbrook. Yeah, and uh, Roderick Howard went off. Ashbrook player had 50 points. Yeah, on he field. went off. He just went off, and they still got UNCC. beat by 50. They still got right. beat by 50. He, yeah, he played at UNCC. They <laughs> had Mactar Jai was on that team. Jai was on it, and there was a white guy that went to UNLV. What Rusty Larue was on that team was he? Might have been. <laughs> that went to uh, Wake Forest. That was so. a bunch of people on, the, on on that team. I've got it. Jeff, Jeff McGinnis, McGinnis was on the team. That, that's the other one. McGinnis and Stackhouse were on the same high school team. Hunter. Yeah, and then came then came to the just, Tar Heels. Yeah, and just it was ridiculous. Then Jeff McGinnis met Phil At the Ford, time though. that we went and watched that game, um, we thought Stackhouse was going to UNLV. Yeah, thought they were coming back. <clears throat> All right, Andre, you got any other thoughts on this weekend? Uh, whatsoever. Anything that happened? Hunter, we'll be back Wednesday. Yep. Shock Jock Podcast back on Wednesday, January 15th. All right, folks, Zach's got the week off. Right. I do work uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then I don't go back until the next Thursday. Okay, so I so might be able to hook up He might come time. back Friday. Uh, I think we'll go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. For I'll, be on, I'll be at the beach uh, <coughs> on Friday. I'm taking week. my son out. But maybe maybe Monday when we come back. Turn it up. Right. Might do that. Might see Zach next week. We'll talk. Uh, we'll be talking uh, Pro Bowl yeah. next Ooh. Monday. We'll be breaking it's down horrible. the Pro Bowl next Man. Monday. Man, wow. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. It's horrible. Okay. <laughs> that, might be, that might be a basketball. I'm going to be yeah. breaking down towns and colleges yeah. quarterback yeah. here. I'm excited about this. I'm pumped, Hunter. <laughs> 
That could be the next Browns quarterback. <laughs> Joe Flacco's the goat. All right, folks, uh, for uh, Andre Bush and, and Hunter Yancey and, and Zach, may you. I turned myself off, didn't I? I can still hear myself, though. That's, that's what that button right there was doing for me. Folks, had a good day at the broadcast. We'll see you guys Wednesday. Shock Jocks. You can pick us up on all the uh, podcast platforms. Watch us on YouTube and Facebook as well. We'll see you guys Wednesday, January 15th on KTC Broadcast.